service. What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Full Service Podcast. I am your host, Tank Smith. We are back, baby. (laughs) Hell yeah. It's week nine. Week nine. Who knew we'd make it? I knew we'd make it, but uh, (laughs) thanks uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Uh, last week's last week's episode, 33 states and uh, 10 countries. It was just like an update episode. We uh, kind of just talked about uh, the state of the podcast, how it's going so far. And uh, we've been played in uh, 10 different countries and uh, 33 states. We're trying to get it to 50, baby. We're trying to get everybody on the podcast. So if you're living in uh, Colorado... Um, you're probably not living in Colorado, I guess, if you're listening to this. But if you know someone who's in Colorado, give them a call. Tell them to subscribe, like, rate, review, baby. Full Service Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Full Service Pod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us how much you don't like the podcast, you know. Or if you do like the podcast, hey, send a nice little love note. Let us know what, <laughs> let us know what you think. Uh, <laughs> But no, this is, uh, I got a, I got an interview today for you. I, uh, this is with, uh, Lily Valentine. She, uh, she's been working as an escort, uh, for the past eight years. She's based out of Atlanta. Uh, she started in Athens, um, but has been, uh, in Atlanta for the past, like, three years or so. Uh, I recorded this, if you want to, like, a timeline of when I recorded all these episodes, um, I did, Magic was the first, uh, interview I did in Georgia, uh, Stina was the second one, and this was a third uh, interview. So this is uh, actually like right after uh, the Stina one, maybe a couple weeks. Uh, but I, re- I actually recorded this on the... It was the day after uh, the Theo Vaughn show. So this is uh, August, I guess, 17th. It was a Saturday I recorded this. So it's been over... It's been like over three months since, since I shot this interview. But the show was it was a lot of fun. Uh, we, we talk about a lot of different things. I know, uh, I know y'all are going to enjoy it. It's, uh, it's a long one, baby. <laughs> it's a long one. That storm one was long. Y'all love that shit. Uh, this one, this is a long interview. You know, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's on in two days. I know you're going to be spending time with family. You really don't want to pop a earbud in. Tell them you're listening to a podcast. They're going to be like, what podcast? And you're going to just whisper, whisper in there, your full service pod, you know, <laughs> spread the word tell everybody you can you know it's uh <laughs> but no thanks uh thanks for listening i really am i appreciate everybody who's uh who's been on uh who's been on the on the full service uh whoever's listened so far i guess <laughs> but no i really do appreciate it um like i said yeah we're on uh social media full service pod uh twitter and instagram and uh make sure you give uh lily a follow on instagram uh, her Instagram is Lady Lily Valentine. Give her a follow before anything else. Pause this. Give her a follow on Instagram. Um, but no, I'm uh, I'm excited for y'all to hear this interview. It's like I said, it was a little while ago. It's been sitting. We've been sitting on this, you know. So uh, sit back, relax, enjoy my interview with uh, Lily Valentine. Thanks. <laughs> Lily Valentine here today. Thanks, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Let's. Uh, we're in Atlanta right now. I'm. I just. I just moved to Atlanta recently, so I'm okay. like it's new to the area. I mean, me too. Nice. Hell me yeah. Too. How long? Been here for three years. Although the first couple of years, I was back 
in my where I used to live in Athens so much that I almost felt like still. only in the last year do I really feel like an Atlantan. Like I live here now. Okay. I still don't know where anything is. So you were in Athens before? I was in Athens. I went to college there. And never left after I graduated. Did so you go to UGA? I did go to UGA. Nice. And had some um, friends that went to UGA. Went on a full ride chemistry scholarship. Ended up with a marketing degree. And uh, worked in marketing for a few years. I was like, geez, I hate this. <laughs> so I got out of that. But yeah, Athens, I lived there for a very long time. Oh, yeah. what uh, What's some good? What's some stuff to do in Athens? I know. Oh, my gosh. Ath- there's everything to do in Athens. That's why I love it so much. It's just this microcosm. It's got this small town feel. You're running to people you know. But there's music. Number one, like... Tonight, I might even be going back there. There's a, really? there's a really great band called Bit Brigade. And what they do is they have a player on stage on a big giant screen doing a time trial run through of old school Nintendo games while this band plays the entire soundtrack live. They play like, the soundtrack yeah, of like the, the video game? They play watch. the soundtrack and then the guy has to watch and they'll see it. He'll cross over the threshold to the boss and he'll cut him off, click him off, and he'll do the boss music. And like, it's rad. So if he dies, do they but play he, the. I've never seen him die. He's This guy Noah is rad. Like, but I guess if they die, they, they stop and they start over. Like They play the death music. Yeah. For the, the best <laughs> one I ever saw was they did Mega Man 2. And they're tonight, I think they started out, they used to be called Contraband because they did Contra. Was okay. And uh, I think tonight they're doing, I'm not sure. I saw them do where Zelda. They, where are they playing? They were playing last night at the Earl in, okay, in, in here in Atlanta, which is a great venue, actually. I've seen a lot of great folk punk bands there. and uh, But they played in Athens at Cal- Caledonia Lounge tonight. Okay. Uh, but that's what, go downtown. Um Pro tip, if you're going east of col- on College Avenue, east of uh, college is like throwing up college student territory. I mean, it smells Ooh, like puke sometimes that's on, like, my on like Saturday morning. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a little bit wild. If you stay west, especially Washington Street, that's where it's a little more chill. Townies, I got to give a shout out to Flicker Bar. Flicker Bar? It's a just chill place. They got free popcorn for you popped all the time. Flicker Bar. Shout out to Flicker Bar. Yeah. If you're in Athens, go to Flicker Bar. Yeah. Do that shit. And there's just some great um, great places. Little Kings, if you want to dance. And there's a place that I used to be called New Earth, and I don't know what it's called now. It's got a new name, but it's pretty good for like you know DJs and uh, like EDM okay. and stuff like that. There's some great. I just went to Athens like two weeks ago. My buddy runs a show at like Hendershots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he runs shots. a show there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ngozi. Uh, yeah, he runs a show there. I did it. It was fun. Yeah, it's That's... a it's just a great... If you like music... I always joke with people that it's in the charter of the city that you have to be in at least one band to live there. And I, <laughs> I fulfilled that need. And uh, yeah, just a lot of cool what, stuff uh, what'd you What did you play? I played... Um, in that band, I played the bass. I played the ukulele. It was a folk nice. punk band called... And uh, yeah, we played a little bit and uh that was you know my i officially was a athens resident then when i when you're in your one band so what a, it's, it's <laughs> in the charter. damn i can't move to athens now i was thinking about it no you'll be in a band. you can play whatever you want to shoot i have a friend that play puts, the cowbell puts a giant tv on his head and goes out and plays the saw like experimental noise music it'll make your brain want to explode but like you can do that you can circuit bend them a toy you know keyboard you got at the flea market and make it go and then that's cowbell what, counts that's music. cowbell totally counts cowbell uh, how about totally See, Mom, I can be a musician if I want. Oh, that's God. <laughs> Clap your hands and you're making music, you know? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I, the, I, that's literally the second time, or I guess third time I went to Athens. Second time I went to Athens was in college. I went to sell back some textbooks oh, God. from NC and State. Oh, got $4 a piece. I bought them at NC State, and then I sold them back at UGA, and yeah, I got like $10. I think Amazon does a thing now where you can rent textbooks. And, that's, and then they'll they buy them back at the end, guaranteed. But I always just want the money, you know? Yeah. The totally. money's the money's worth it. Money's that. worth it. But and then I went. I in sixth grade, I made it to the finals of the state science fair. <gasps> what? Yeah. Congrats, smarty pants. <laughs> How to make the effect of earthworms on plant growth? Wow. <laughs> nice. 
nice. <laughs> yeah, a plant with earthworms, a plant without earthworms. See what happens. That's earthworms, cool. earthworms you, definitely. Where'd helps. you get the worms? Did you find them or buy them? I think we, I, my dad took me to like a bait shop or something. Oh, you got worms. Okay. Yeah, that was my first. I yeah. got worms. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't really kidding. fuck with worms, so I was like, "Where do you get worms at?" And then, I remember there was a book, How to Eat Fried Worms. Did yep. you ever, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that in a while. Yeah, either. Worms are weird. I went fishing one time, and I I'm officially can't bait my own hook. And I was trying to look with a worm. I was, crickets were just too much. I didn't want to hold them. But I was like, I can, use, I can bait this worm. The worm, That's I a, felt it tense up when I started to put the hook in. I was like, I can't do this. I yeah. just can't. I mean, yeah. I eat meat and stuff like that, and I know that animals have to die, but I could not physically stab a worm. Now, I'll kill a bug. I'll kill a motherfucking bug. All day. Fuck like, bugs. Fuck bugs. I get I get mad. I get rage when I like when I see a roach in my house. I'm I like, know. how could how are you in here right now? I know way from a place that I lived briefly. I know way more about about roaches than anyone should ever have to know. I mean, I got deep with that study and and, yeah. and, and got rid of them. But like German cockroaches, you ever see a little brown big back palmetto bugs? Yeah, they're just around. You know yeah, what I'm saying? St- but if you ever see a little brown roach. You better fucking immediately go get your shit in order and start fighting it. Because them shits are crazy. They will eat each other when there's no food present. Like, they're I think, nuts. I think my whole bug, bug like, phobia, star, like, Starship Troopers really fucked me up. Did you see that? No, but I don't want to know. I, I remember going and watching The Mummy in oh. the theaters. And there was a scene where just all these, like, beetles. Yeah. Like, oh, no. And spiders, too. I, I try yeah. not to... Spiders are so good for the environment and stuff like that, and they kill bugs, yeah. but they wig me out. Wolf spiders, yeah. you see those in Georgia. Yeah. Like I once had a Mexican standoff with a wolf spider that was in my hallway, and they're too big to step on because they were they were some, they have meat to them. They could be a squish. I, yeah, I, like you feel, you feel it when you kill it. It's... And it ran into a pile of clean clothes, and I didn't even go in there for like three weeks. I was like, no, I mean, but Because it's you or the spider, and it's like, I don't... Yeah, and it's, like I said, spiders, they are, they do a lot of good things for the environment. So I try to just live and let live. I'll pick up a daddy long legs and take it outside, though. But yeah. enough about bugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a about podcast bugs. about bugs. This is a podcast about bugs now. First 15 minutes, bug talk. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. Oh, wait, what's that? What else is on the podcast? <laughs> Heck yeah, you're in Atlanta now. How do you like Atlanta? I hate it. You hate it? Uh, it's a hate is a strong word. I don't hate anything that takes energy and effort, but I, it's too big. Number one, of course, traffic. Yeah. Fuck the traffic. There's a brief period of time when I was living in like far east Decatur, working in Shane with Tucker and having to do stuff in like Roswell around like three or four. Ooh, it would be like an hour to drive home. It was a nightmare. And uh, I don't go anywhere. I get home. Um, uh, I'm in school uh, three days a week, so I don't come home until after seven. So it's not that bad. But I, on two days a week, I'm, I work till one thirty at the office and uh, I come home and I don't go anywhere. Yeah. I don't go anywhere between if somebody wants to come see me, they're welcome to. But like. I don't go anywhere. I just don't. I had to. I was in that fashion show I was telling you about. Okay. And uh, I went and uh, had to be in Decatur at 4.45. And it was just a nightmare. I hate it's, the traffic. It's, but it's too big. It's too impersonal. It sucks that I don't know where stuff is. I don't know about stuff. Yeah. I figured this big city, there'd be more just, oh, there's stuff going on. But I don't just, I'm not a goer. I don't just be like, I'm going to go out to this club yeah. like, by myself. Like, See, I just go to, like, people just tell me about stuff and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm always up for But do you fine. go on your own? I got to have a buddy to go with me. See, since, that's, I, what's since the hard I do stand up, I kind of like, you get, you have to go alone to these mics, so I'm like, I'm, oh yeah, you're, you're doing. But see, then you're myself. doing a thing. If I'm performing or if I'm on stage or something, yeah, I'm fucking there. Or if I'm gonna see other people that are doing, I'll that. still go do something by myself if I like. I need a buddy. Anybody out there? I, yeah. want, I need we a need, buddy. I need, need a buddy buddies. to go do things with. Yeah, shout. <laughs> We're looking for but everybody needs a fuck Tinder. I want something to find just a buddy. To yeah. go do stuff with. Like, there has to be an app for that. I, I, I don't know. I think there's Bumble. If you I go on Bumble, Bumble you yeah, can do like Bumble, friend Bumble. I've never done the friend Bumble, but like 
I've heard about it, so maybe yeah. I just need that. Although I think it's a ruse. I think there's a lot of people on there that are like. Yeah, friends. I feel like if it, if, it, if 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 I was looking, if I I only want chick friends, mm-hmm. like that's. What it, I don't mind chicks or dudes. Like I'm I'm like I'm, I go both ways. Yeah, I go always. Actually, there's more than two genders. So, Sweet. but we won't get into all of that. We're getting into it today, guys. Oh yeah. yeah, thanks for bugs, gender studies. Okay, traffic. If you like Atlanta traffic, if you hate Atlanta traffic. Subscribe to the podcast. Hey, we're doing... Listen to... Yeah, it's a great thing to listen to when you're stuck in traffic. Yeah. Where, uh, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Louisville, Kentucky. Nice. Moved down to Georgia. Um, when I was in middle school um, in a little town called Perry, Georgia. Um, I went to middle school That's and high Macon. school there. It is near Macon. It's just south of Macon. Shout out to Magic. I did an yes. episode of Magic. She mentioned Perry. <laughs> we're in Warner Robins. Yeah. Warner Robins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel a little, t- feel a little hate to Warner Robins. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> that, no, that was the town you went to to go do stuff. Perry, oh, really? on purpose, had nothing for young people to do except meth and get pregnant. Like... That the, literally, you had to go. There wasn't even a movie theater there. They they actively lobbied against opening a movie theater or anything like that. This one kid had a lot of land he lived on, and they had like a little makeshift pool hall yeah. kind of place in, on his land that people would go to. But you went to Warner Robins, where stuff was, where the mall, the mall, like the movie theater. It's like, like we, if we open up ring. a movie theater, they're going to stop doing yeah, math. Why gonna, would yeah, we do gonna, that? They didn't want their kids hanging out around town. I guess so. People would just go literally hang out around town and yeah. just not. Yeah, Warner Robins is where you went. If you're feeling fancy, you go to Macon. Ooh, boy, Macon. Yeah, Macon. <laughs> Old capital. So, yeah, small town. And then from there, I'm, I went to Athens. And, you know, I've actually, I actually lived in Athens longer than I lived anywhere else. But, yeah, originally from Kentucky, all my all my extended family is up there and, and stuff like that. My immediate family is not – I have no family in Georgia right now. So okay. So, we're going to see if I, if I stay here. We'll see what happens. Yeah. On the move. We're on oh, the move. Trying to be. Yeah. How, uh, how long have you been escorting? I often I try to get the date. In my head. It's around eight or nine years. Okay. But then, because like what? It's 2019, 2010 years ago, 2000 years ago, ten years ago would be 2009. I I always do all this about a, when I broke up with an ex of mine, and I'm like, okay, it was after that, but not immediately after that. So I was like, you know, it's about eight nine years. Eight nine years. Yeah, and with a couple like recently with a couple like I had like a year long hiatus. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. How uh how old were you when you started? Uh, I was in my early 20s, or no, mid-20s. Okay. Yeah, out of college. Been out of college for about five years, so yeah, about 26, 27. And then how'd you, how'd you like, get into it? How'd you, or, like, how'd you know? Did uh, I, how to get into it? I've always been, you know, kind of sexually adventurous. Number one, I've always been a caring person. Like, when it, and when it comes to sex and stuff like that, just somebody that can kind of, like, like, I de-virginized a lot of people, like, nice. in my high school years and stuff like that. I was just, I guess, somebody... We, a lot? How many is a lot? I don't know, like, eight. That's like, amazing. That's incredible. That's awesome. And it was just, like, being very gentle and being very, like, you know, whatever with people. They felt comfortable with me. Uh, I got into, like, a long-term relationship, like, right into college, in eight, when I was 18 years old. We were there for 10 years. Yeah. But we, he was a little bit adventurous. We had a couple, like, threesomes and, like... You know, he had some, you know, whatever, not bi tendencies, but just like some little whatever, wackety things we do. Yeah. And when we broke up, I was really feeling, just feeling my independence, you know what I mean? Like, not having this person that's a little older than me that used yeah. to always, not tell me what to do, but like, guide me in life, this person really did, introduced me to a lot of things, but then it got to me like, don't tell me what to do. How old were you when you guys got out of that? Like, I was 28 when we split. From like... From that, my ex. Yeah. From like t- like eight, nineteen. Eighteen. Yeah, we did. I was in a relationship. I was in a relationship from fucking nineteen to like twenty. Yeah, and it's it was- weird when you meet somebody like I said right in the middle of a college experience. But however, my college experience was kind of was really awesome because of this person. This person is not like shithead or anything like. Yeah. They're like you know, uh, interesting cat, very charismatic. Got to do a lot of cool things. He's in the movie industry. Got to meet a lot of people. Sweet. Got to smoke with Woody Harrelson. Like, it's pretty we cool. all want to do that. Yeah. Uh, but. 
we split out, and I was immediately was with this other person who's like well, a lot younger than me. Yeah. Wild. And this person really made me feel, I'd never, I've been self conscious my whole life. I always like, not low self esteem, like, oh my God, but like, never, I just felt yeah. kind of like, whatever, pers- like, oh, I'm just going on my personality. That's how I win people. But no, this guy who was, go- who wasn't is gorgeous, was wild. Yeah, We'd go out guy. and we would pull so much pussy. Really? We'd go out of the club, he would just wild out and just find a girl and just be like, Hitting on her and talking to her and getting her all. Yeah. Her. And then he'd be like, "Come to the house," and they'd be like, "I don't know." Then they and then they bring me, you the, the closer. Same one. I'm the closer. I'm like, "Oh, hey, girl. No, we're gonna have fun. It's gonna be cool." And, but and it wasn't me being slick talking though. It was gonna be fun and cool. Yeah. I would never do anything to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So they would come back and it was just like we got my my, my then boyfriend got into a huge fight. There's this one girl that we've been like kind of working on for like, yeah. a while. <laughs> and then finally he, she came home and he fucked her while I was asleep. And I was like, "No, oh. he broke the code." Is that that? That's across. You gotta. It has to be a three-way yeah. situation. Well, like we were. I didn't get to do it. That's yeah. Oh yeah. Too. You were. Yeah. You were fucking. I wasn't like jealous. I was just like mad at him. But, but so back to like getting started. I, you know, a sexually adventurous person, definitely yeah. a nurturing person, definitely. I was working a full-time salary position. I was the marketing director of a nonprofit, and uh, on the side, this was before I was would get on Craigslist. This was right after Craigslist had shut in the adult section, but there's people in the like personal section. Okay. Yeah. And, like, I don't, I can't tell you, I truly to this day don't remember the exact circumstances of the first time. But it was just kind of like looking for something interesting and maybe need, I think I'd like, maybe need a little bit of money or whatever. And yeah. so we did this and it was real casual, you know, like, and it was, I think it was, it came from meeting people for, for threesomes and fun on Craigslist a couple of times. Okay. And then this was like the, nat- the natural progression. Okay. So I was just doing this very part-time, just kind of as a little of whim. And then I started doing it more frequently, not just like, oh, every once in a blue moon, but I was yeah. still working my salary position. I left that position. I've been wanting to leave that position for a long time. Okay. But I didn't think I could sustain myself on escort money. So I was looking for a part-time job and I ended up being let go from that job. We, my boss and I had a lot of, we sort of clashed at the end. And all of a sudden, oh, shit, here I was I, with not without a job. I was like, and I just kicked it in a high gear and I was very successful. And I just couldn't believe, Fuck yeah. you know, if I had actually managed my money well during during the first several years of my time in this, I would be, oh, God, I should have invested a lot, you know. Were but, you, uh, was it mainly just from, like, when you started, was it all I, Craigslist? Okay, or? The further started, I would go on Craigslist and, and uh, you could talk about, like, all the naughty stuff, but you just couldn't talk about money. Like, and, uh, I would meet people. We would do it through email. We're just like, I'm looking for a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Or I would post on, uh, yeah, basically. And I, I would do it through email. And then, like, last minute, if they were going to actually come to my house, I would give my phone number, my real phone number at this yeah. point. And I used my real name at this point. And, like, they would come over. And then I met this guy who just changed everything for me. This guy named Scott. Shout out to Scott. Shout out to Scott. He's what up, fucking, Scott? This guy's just a rad person, a nice person. And he knew what was up. He was what they call a hobbyist. He, oh he, he would, but he wouldn't call himself that because that's kind of a weird name. But like, I wouldn't call myself that either. Yeah, but, uh, but he, like, that's in practice. That's what he was, and he gave me the download, and he was like, "No, you need to go on Backpage." And I was like, "And I, I think I'd stumbled across it before, but it just looked like there's so many people on there." Yeah, he's like, "No, it's just the same people posting on everything." Like, I know that girl; she's cool. She's strung out on drugs. She's really nice. She's da da da. This, this guy's a hobbyist. Oh, yeah. yeah, he knows what's up. Yeah, and he showed me like how to make an ad and stuff, and so that's when I did Backpage, and I was almost exclusively Backpage yeah. for many, many years until it closed down. And I just started hustling, and uh, it just, 
it came to me naturally, and that's if you you'll if you see on my website one of the things that says is it talks about prostate cancer, like yeah. a lot of experience. And I did from the get go. There was a guy that still advocates for me to this day. One of my very first clients that's a moderator at that U- USA Sex Guy oh, or whatever. USA, yeah, yeah, I know. And um, and I haven't spoke. We have lost touch, but like for a while there, he had saw me just that once, but he would send me little mentions sometimes when somebody mentioned my name or whatever. Okay. But he, I think, transferred a lot of people my way, and I just coincidentally got a lot of men that. had had prostate cancer and there's some specific challenges that go along with that okay and i'm very i live for making people feel good yeah like you don't even understand like that's what i that's my thing and just being able to help people that are a little nervous oh yeah, I've got a, yeah. oh i got a pump here that i gotta deal with or i got this ring that's cool let's incorporate it let's do whatever no i mean know? i've definitely had experiences where like like it it that i'm not a like customer service but like that like level of caring is oh, yeah. it goes a long That's, way versus someone who's yeah. like all right we just got here let's fuck yeah like it's it's completely different experience yeah. it's a completely different thing oh and during this period of time too my then boyfriend and i were both working he's bisexual and um he would we would see clients together this ex he's an alcoholic and this is i didn't know this at the time he's, yeah you know he's clean now but like he would he basically he kind of continued on he would see people We'd have a date for somebody to come see us both. Yeah. And he would get drunk and he'd just be like, oh, you just want to hang. I'll just leave you two alone and stuff. And like get kind of bitter about him. Yeah, okay. But he continued throughout his kind of craziness seeing guys. He just charged so little. He would really? just be like, bring me some beer or like, okay. or like 20 bucks or whatever. And he just, he was very conflicted, you know, and, and yeah. he, was, he was kind of with me on like the kind of alternative sexual lifestyle. And then all of a sudden kind of was like, no. So we did, we did tandem work for a so while. So when you're like, advertising, are you kind of doing like dual advertisements or solo? With him, or is it really? that was in the very beginning yeah. when we, no, yeah, it was dual advertisements. I remember taking all those pictures because he had his own little, I did his ads for him too. Okay. he had a big old dick. Nice. Like, and he's just a gorgeous person, like or truly. And, uh, just, but yeah, he was responsible. This particular boyfriend, and we're still friends to this day, uh, with just making a huge shift in my perception of myself too. Like talking about, we won't pull on pussy. Yeah. We would walk into a club and he goes, we're the, we're the two most beautiful people in here and mean it. Yeah. And it was the very first time I ever felt like pretty, like yeah. not that I thought that was some kind of uggo, but like that I actually felt like my, with my looks and personality together, like I could attract like someone might be like you know have that magnetism yeah, have you know? and, I, and I mean it was strong I, I, my head didn't get real big but like I mean I feel like just that having that confidence oh is, you have people, no idea people feel that shit I credit this person just for truly just turning it up for me just to make me feel like a, a valued and desired person yeah and I use that to my advantage in in writing ads and just being whatever and I strove from the get go to be kind of a cut above some of the stuff that I was seeing on there as yeah. far as like pictures or just ad copy. I mean, my marketing really came into play. Yeah. And um, and yeah, so that's kind of how I got Cause started. Because I feel like marketing is a huge thing oh, when, God. You, when you're starting. Like, I mean, when you're doing it, like I'm trying to market myself as a comic. Yeah. You know, and that whether that's through Instagram or Twitter, through Facebook and shit. But you got your vin- you got your avenues. But that's the thing where people people have all these different avenues. They're on Twitter, but it's what you do with it yeah. that makes to me makes or breaks it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your avenue might be Backpage. What's your ad say? Is it just a bunch of close-up shots of you and like maybe some ratty underwear, like and being yeah. like, and especially the ones and everybody's got their own marketing approach, but the ones that they just go to be as raunchy as possible. That's their that's their thing. They're trying to make the thing that makes them stand out that they're so like dirty. Yeah. It, everybody says that, and it, it stands out not at all. And anybody can just be like, "I give you the best." Of this, and you well, I mean, if you say anything explicit in your ad, which people do now, then I'm ultimately mind. like, I'm not going to Good. really mess yeah. with you. That's why I don't like some of the or see, places I mean, that I advertise now. Allow like 
full nudity. And yeah. I just think that's, oh, God, sometimes I'll scroll, skip the games, and just see just vagina close-ups. I'm like, wow, okay. Like, just don't throw it all out there at once. I'm, you not, know? I'm not a skip the games fan. That's what, when I first, when I got started back after my little hiatus when I and I was in Atlanta, I, that's where I, the only place I knew about for a while. And okay. Like, I was just getting shitty leads. Like, when I first, first moved to Atlanta, I didn't, I didn't have an in-call but and I've been exclusively in Colin Athens, pretty much. So everyone's coming. In yeah, I had, for a, the, I had a everybody's perfect coming set up at my place. Like I said, I had a whole room that was just for receiving my guests. Had its own entrance from the outside. It was a beautiful setup, and uh, people come to me. But then I had I was trying to do out calls and stuff. And um, this is when I I don't even know if to talk about this. I had the the pleasure van. The pleasure a minivan van. that I. Uh, oh, this boy. is why I was in Athens all the time. It's I didn't like have the bang bus, but it had it. Yeah, I had put. I had gone camping and I f- put a full size mattress in the back of my van or whatever, and I had it set up and I had just kind of left it there. Yeah. And I was speaking with someone that used to be a regular that really wanted to see me and da da da. da. Yeah. I was like, well, van. So I I hung up curtains and it was nice. So yeah. I was like, huh, this has potential. So my <laughs> van has custom made blackout panels for all the windows that yeah. I've made and a Velcro curtain that goes across the front and it had a bed back there. And I, that's why I, the first two years I was in Atlanta, just in Atlanta, advertising on Skip the Game, I would get people being like, I think oh. the most important part of the van, though. What? Air conditioning. Oh, yeah. Air conditioning. Okay. 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 Dude, I had, in the winter, I had an electric blanket that plugged into the cigarette lighter. Like, that shit, it was, it was nice. Damn. Let me tell you something. When I go to Athens, sometimes I'd crash there. I, that was my little safe space. Okay. Know, was my van. I don't have it set up like that now. Would be- people ever feel weird going people, to the van? Every time I would mention it, I, I would just bring it. The first couple times I was like, people are going to think this is weird. I'd bring it up like, well, if you just have, just are really, because some people do want to hit you up just for a car date. And I'm like, yeah. that's not my thing. No. Yeah. I don't have room to maneuver. But like, some people, they were just like, huh? But I would explain it to yeah. them and I would just be like, especially because where we chose to park, which you'd think you'd go find like a dirt road somewhere yeah. or something. Fuck no. We're at McDonald's, right? Now. <laughs> Walmart parking lot. Walmart parking lot? Big big grocery store parking lot. Because when was the last time you ever paid attention for more than two seconds to a car you're passing by in the parking lot? The blackout panels just looked like you were at an angle you couldn't see yeah. in. But on like a little secluded road, if you're parked there and somebody did come, yeah. they would be like, what's this car doing here? Let me investigate, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And some people were into it. They're like, oh, it's kind of <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah it's school, like dangerous. You know? And so I did that for a short period of time. and uh, But it was rad. Like I said, I... Anything I do, like I said, I had it set up. I had That's nice. probably the best way to pay for a car, honestly. Yeah. If you're doing it. It was nice. I love my van. Out. I don't have any kids, but I got the soccer mom van, y'all. <laughs> it's got the space doors that open with the button. I just, I love it. I can haul people. I can haul stuff, you know, and it's just low profile when you're driving around. So, yeah, I used to have the, the pleasure van. The first, so just advertising in Atlanta. When, I was just getting no people in Atlanta. Just, I had one repeat customer in Atlanta proper. And I was really? just always in Atlanta seeing my old. They'd be like, Lily, oh my God. Because I took, like I said, a year, I've taken two year hiatuses. And the first time I lost, okay, we're talking about advertising. I'd gotten to the point in Athens, I'd built up my regulars. I didn't need to advertise. I'd yeah. still put it out up, you know, from time to time. But like, I, I had enough, I, was, I had my name out there. And I built my brand, and we can talk about that in a second if you yeah. want to, like, because I'm very big on branding. But um, I, in a, like I said, in a, just things that's happened in my life where I lost my phone and my phone number because I, I had a separate phone for work. Yeah. I lost my phone and my phone number. So and then took and then was gone for like almost a year and well no no like six months. So any of my regulars when they try to call me, note that they didn't have that number anything. anymore. Do they I, think you were out of the game? I don't, they don't. Who the hell knows? They had no idea what happened to me. And I had, even when I came back, totally different phone number, and it had been so long. And I lost my a... phone, so I didn't have their numbers. So I couldn't be like, hey, I got a new number. Oh, fuck. It was fucked. So I had to start completely over from the bottom. And it was just... How but, is, and this is like starting over in Atlanta, pretty much? Or? Yeah, pretty much. Well, like I said, in Atlanta, 
This is when I moved to Atlanta, and uh, but I was it, but I was still advertising in Athens and coming back here all the time yeah. with the van. You know what yeah. I mean? Or going to see people, going to see regulars of mine. They're just like, oh my god, Lily, where have you been? Which yeah. even to this day, I'll get people that are like, do you remember me? I saw you know, da da da, and I'm like, yes, you know. So I, <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, that's Atlanta. It was a rough start for work and stuff. I just I was in Athens at the time. That's why I saying I didn't feel like an Atlantan for the first couple of years I was here because I was always gone. So when you like when you lost your like you said like you lost your job and then you're like I have to do this yeah like full time kind of thing was I guess. Did you see it differently? Like this is like I had like I have to do this kind of thing. It wasn't or? like the, like they have the different like categories, and the one is like survival escorting. And I it, yes, I needed to make money to live and eat. Yeah. So that and I I was doing that, to, but it wasn't. I didn't have a desperation of oh my god, like I'm like I'm gonna yeah. go hungry, but like because the work was just coming, and I was enjoying the work, and it was coming easy. I was doing it as much yeah. as I wanted to, and I was charging less then than I do now. And because uh, my rates they go up twenty dollars every year, y'all. I'm not trying to just twenty. Jack. That's that's in fucking inflation. Inflation, yeah. That's, I you mean, know, we got to do that. And it was the experience, you know. There's a curve, but back then, um, I mean, I wasn't like doing stuff for like fifty dollars, but like no, it's still a good bit. And uh, but people were just, you know, and I was. But back then, if you want to reflect, if that's what you're talking. Like I didn't think at the time fully ahead. Like, is this what I do forever? Yeah. I didn't think. About like, and I've nominally looked for other jobs like throughout my career, just here and there, just wanting to, whatever. But I just stuck with this. You know, I've done pretty much except for like little odd jobs here and there. I used to work as a stagehand, uh, like theater crew. Oh, nice. But I've done this, and I I reflect on it now. And I was freaked out after I got out of college and was in these office jobs, and I was like, "Is this what I'm gonna do the rest of my life?" Yeah, I was a wage slave. And I've been so blessed that these last few years of my life, I've got to live without being a wage slave. Yes, job, my job, I work very hard. I work, you know, longer, crazier hours than a lot of people, but I worked on my time. I was my own boss. Nobody telling me arbitrary things like, "Well, you know, you have to be here at this time at this time to do this." And I'm like, "But I don't, though. I can work. I could take vacation when I wanted to." You know, there was lean that's, times yeah, and nice. stuff, but that was a lot due to my lifestyle just spending too much money. But yeah, when you when you first start, like when you started out, I guess did you feel did you have any expectations of what escorting would be like? I did no, because when I first started, it was just to me it was like a very subtle switchover because it was just, almost like from a just smooth like hookups. Tra- it was just a smooth yeah. transition to yeah, it was from hookups from to Craigslist. just charging for the hookups. And uh, and most a lot of my clientele when I first started were much older men and stuff. Yeah, and uh, and it was just. It was just interesting to me. It still is. Yeah. But like, it was all new. It was, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, the expectation was I. That was it. I had no expectations. That's all. Yeah. I didn't know anybody else that did this. Yeah. I would read stuff online and try to like just. I don't know. I really didn't read that much stuff online. Like trying to yeah. Because I just was like, I wasn't thinking about I'm going to be an escort. Escort yeah. is this job description filling the blank. I was just like, no, I'm just doing me. Yeah. Because you don't. Yeah. I'm just doing me. I don't want to know how other people do it. I don't want to know. I mean, I want to know, like, little things, but, like... I, I mean, especially if you don't know anybody, then you don't... I mean, if I you don't know anybody have, who's I've doing known, it, like, how are you kind of... I've two other escorts in my life, which is not... I mean, it's just... I wish we had a little fellowship, but, like, I just did my own thing. I yeah. made up all the rules myself. Do you... I know, like, when you're when you're starting out, do you feel like there's, like, a waiver period to where you, like, weren't, like, you were, were not good at it? Or, like, because you, like, you get better as you... Like, the better you... The more yeah. you do something, the better you get. As far as get. the actual down and dirty stuff that I do, I'm not trying to be like this, but I've always been good at it. Yeah. Like, 
I remember making a high school boyfriend almost black out and fall down the stairs, like, after getting up from us doing some stuff. Like, Damn, that's incredible. Because I've always been a, just a very attentive lover. I'm just a very, you know. And uh, so, as far as, like, that part, you know, I was just doing my yeah. thing and, and getting real excited because they were getting real excited. Yeah. The thing that I wasn't good at and I didn't realize at the time, but I do now, like, looking back, was just the whole logistics of it. Okay. I mean, oh, my God. I fucking hated all setting up appointments you get berated with people that and I from the very get go I will say this I don't haggle I don't oh yeah I, mean? fuck there, that. I can count on one hand the number of times that like some of this, there's been a discount involved with anything yeah although if it's your birthday you get $20 off birthdays um, hey if it's your birthday yeah, you're hearing this on the podcast celebrated $20 off Lily yes, Valentine hit her up always. on your birthday but I just dealing with not being able to spot ahead of time because there's there's some categories of weirdos that it's like it's it's fascinating if you look at it from like a sociology point of we view. We got some listening to the podcast right yeah, now. What's up, guys? Hey, keep hey subscribe. Yeah, there's a whole category of weirdos that will book you and then send you to like a fake place, either not not an address that doesn't exist or like whatever, whatever. And they'll keep but they'll keep talking to you as if they're no, I'm here. Don't you see me? Like blah, <laughs> what blah, blah, the blah. fuck? And I'm like, what? But there's just like multiple people have done this, and now now Do you think they're afraid of getting an I escort? Think that they. Essentially? Don't either don't have the money or aren't able to, but they're lonely enough that where they want me to keep talking to them to keep because te- back then I would text with people a lot more. We'd yeah. sit text back and forth, back and forth because I just I try to be as friendly as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, get and some people I do that to a certain extent now because then you you still get people that are a little nervous about it that are going to come around. But there's, there's but the whole thing is that's a whole category of people and they yeah. all it's almost creepy how they they're kind of almost the way they talk and stuff is similar, really? but it's in like different parts. Of, it's just different people are confirmed. That's a whole class. I mean, then there's a class that just people don't just want your address and then don't show up. I've learned now you don't give out your address from the get go because there's just address collectors. Yeah. Like the two call system, literally, that's a thing. I didn't know it existed, but I just started doing that on my own. Like, oh, yeah. Go to this place and then call. And and then I'll tell you where I live. Yeah, you know. uh, I'm not going to tell you my apartment. Like, yeah, when I lived, <laughs> the last place I lived in Athens, the the landmark was a, was a restaurant that was like literally like half a mile from my house. You just came out, you come out, you either come out of the restaurant, and go like this, or go like this. Yeah, both got you to me. Two turns. Yeah, people will get lost. People get lost and then not call me. They would just try to f- run. Around. Oh, guys, with directions, and I would just be like, "Where are you? I'm, I'm over on whatever street." It'd be somewhere. Yeah. Like, oh my god, what? Two turns. It's but really yeah. not. I mean, if you have, I mean, now, I mean. I don't know how GPS was at the beginning, but fucking now it's like you. I know guys, GPS, like whatever. We got smartphones. You can put it, put the address in. Well, yeah, well, because the kind of back then, instead of giving them my address, like really, I would just be like, "Turn here." It's like third house on your right. But the people are crazy. Yeah. But yeah, there's just you learn about different categories of people. There's the ones that just want you, that want you. This still happens where they anytime a guy's like, "Oh, multiple people," and I'll be like, "Okay," because that those, oh yeah, and then they'll just start asking you like. How many dicks can you take? Like, what do you, do you think you're going to be able to handle this all? Do you yeah. think we're gonna, and I'm like, dude, you're just... But like, what is this, a basketball team, bro? off. Like, I've had several people that, in throughout... And back then, the point of this is to go back and say, back then, I wasn't as good at... Do you think that Identifying was- the categories of people that are not going to see you. Time wasters, basically. And, um... And cutting them off at the past. I gave yeah. them too much of my time and energy when I could have been focusing on other things. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you think that was probably your biggest challenge kind of when you started? Yeah, it was just... Yeah, and... I would get... You know, and people talk about being scared. I've never... I'll say this. I've been ripped off before. And yeah. it motherfucking sucks. And, but every single time I've been ripped off, except for two of them, it's been my fault because I got distracted and I didn't get the money first. It's really? my own fault. But and a couple of times, it. it was just like... I'm not even going to go into the whole story about somebody yeah. scooping up money and running. 
But I've never, ever, ever been in a situation where I felt unsafe. Nice. I'm very picky. And people will be like, oh, yeah, I just saw you. But it's like a vibe you get off people. Yeah. You know, and when I first started doing this, I lived in just a tiny apartment building. And I could, I would come down to the parking lot where they were and invite them up. So if anything, if I felt weird off of them, I could just be like, oh, gotta go. You know? Yeah. And they still wouldn't know where I lived. Like, um, would you, are you screening the people before you're seeing them? I don't do, I don't do screenings. I'll be very honest. And I should. Uh, although I don't see, here's the thing. A lot of people for screenings want their real name, full name, yeah. all stuff. I don't use my real name. Why should I make you? You know? Yeah. And just because they have a real ma- name doesn't mean they're not a creep. And I reckon the reason people screen is for cops. But this, the, I don't. I mean, for personal safety too. Like, and, well, yeah, but how do you? Okay, so you got another guy who has a real job and a real address. So then what? They could still be a group. It's yeah. me. It's extra effort, both on my part, yeah, and their part. Also, likely for them to, to just be like, "Fuck it, I'm not, I'm yeah. not doing that." And like I said, I feel like they have a very valid reason to say I'm not doing that. Get both real names, so I don't screen, but I screen with the, the, mentally, like. Okay. I, with the vibe or whatever. You do, you have to, do you have to talk to somebody on the phone? Yes. But usually that talk doesn't come until they are about to be here. I'll have them call me right before yeah. I get, they get here and I'll get, you know, whatever. But it's just what, you know, I don't like it. It's the perfect caller. There's a balance between the people that just want to text you forever. Like, that's like some people will book you way out and uh, and want to text you like the whole time. That can be a little bit much. Oh, some yeah. people are just like, what are you doing? Come over. And then that's, they don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, that can be a little harsh because you don't get the vibe off it. Yeah. And I've definitely been in some wackadoo situations, but, like, nothing where I ever felt unsafe. Really? You know, I've, I've met some wackadoo people. Oh, I've been... God. I wish I... I'm not going to tell the story about this guy on his birthday. Ooh, And I was nice. like, what the fuck is that? Like, nah. <laughs> but you don't want to... I don't want to shame anybody for what they're doing. So, like... Yeah. Uh, people like what they like. Yeah. When you, uh, I guess, were you in a relationship when you started doing I, it? I was. I was, yeah, my boyfriend, like I said, we started kind of yeah. started doing it together. Was it, and then you said you guys kind of. He just, he stopped doing, like, he would have off and on periods, like, save an alcoholic. Yeah. He would go kind of in and out of his life being crazy. And um, it got, it finally got to the point where we had this mutually, because we were, like, I was do ethical non-monogamy where, like, you can open relationship where yeah. you can be with somebody else, just tell me about it and wrap it up. And yeah. he had a hard time doing that. He would just be like, ooh. And so he just his one rule, and I'm I, and it's was I just don't want to hear about it. Okay. And I broke that rule a lot because it was hard for me not knowing other workers just to have somebody to just be like, oh my god, this person, this yeah. Da, 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 da. So my so my ex girlfriend, right? I used to tell her my jokes, right, constantly. Yeah. No. It's it's bad. You yeah. don't want to do that because I'm. She's just like I don't. I've heard this. I don't yeah. fucking. I don't want to yeah. hear this shit. Yeah. So he was just like, I don't want to hear about you know the stuff you're doing, and it was really hard for me. And I, I'll take fault in that. I admit that I that I. D- broke that I can't with, and it made him uncomfortable so we like and we were at one point we were off and on a lot this had a lot to do with his alcoholism and stuff not so much work but I dated somebody else somebody I'd known for like 10 years we've been friends yeah. the one I was in the band with and we dated we should never have dated and uh, I don't know why I got <laughs> I'm magnetized by alcoholics and but he knew he was of the breed, he was raised up to be the tough guy, total toxic masculinity to the nth degree. He was starting to recognize it when we, a little before he dated and trying and rebel against it and try to, but that was just his <laughs> rebel nature. Rebel against his own toxic just, masculinity. Seriously, since he was a kid, his dad brought him up, you know, you yeah. physically with your fists, defend your friends. He was like, yeah. felt like Robin Hood, like he had to take, defend everybody, he had to protect everybody. So he was like, knew, he knew for years that's yeah. what I did before he was my roommate and then we dated. And then he would get real protective about me working because I yeah. would work it was like a big kind of big rambling house and my room working was kind of off to the side with his own entrance so they he would be interested in the other parts of the house 
doing whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but it would get real, like, I remember him getting real upset because, like, a half-hour person, and it was taking longer and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, well, sometimes we... One time he came in and banged on the door. Oh, God. And he's like, your time's up. And I was like, oh, motherfucker, no. Because that's the, the people's biggest fear is going to get robbed and stuff. Nothing will kill and, like, an so erection nobody would ever need to know that there was another person banging, in the house. Somebody banging on the door. Yeah, it was awful. But he just felt like he was protecting me. And he was like, well, this, this, this. And I was like, dude, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And I told him my whole thing. I've never been in a situation where I'm fucking safe. Da-da. I have weapons, not guns, but like yeah. there are things put around my house that, uh, you know, I just. Nice. Yeah. You're ready to go. Spider-Co. Nice. So I had a client. Spider-Co. Shout out to Spider-Co. You should be a sponsor of the podcast. We got a Spider-Co yes. knife in here ready to oh, fucking yeah. cut somebody up. I'll cut somebody up if they need it. Yeah. Uh, I had a client who was at, wrote for a knife magazine. It was really cool. And I love knives. And, uh, oh, my God, stolen. And uh, we just talked about knives. And he started pulling them out from the room. He's like, put these away. I didn't want to freak you out. Yeah. And he was going to this uh, big, what is it called? It's like like a gun show is one for guns, but this is for knives. Oh, like knife a bizarre, show. like a trade show. Yeah. And I was like. Just real. I was like, would you, if I left you money, would you get me a knife? Yeah. And I was like, da da da. I was like, you know the one. He was. And I didn't think he was gonna do it. I didn't leave him money, but he. But he did. He called me back the next day and he got me this little spider co. And uh, I was like, you're the bomb. Hell yeah. Wrote for a so, knife magazine. Yeah. Being in that, being in that relationship, how long were you? How long? How did that? Uh, the original relationship guy and I were off and on for years. Where the second, the toxic masculinity dude. Second guy was. He was violent and. uh and I couldn't take that, and yeah. so we had to split. And which we should never have dated. And I'm still, I'm still his friend now. He uh, went to jail and uh, for being violent, and got into an altercation with his dad. And uh, I, that really, you know, he did some real work on himself, and he was in there, you know, got nice. a degree in like. And uh, so we, because we play music, he's the one I talked about. The first guy that just really flipped a switch where I was just like, oh my God, I feel pretty. Yeah. This guy flipped a switch with music he, that made me feel. I've played the flute oh, since nice. I was 10 years old. Um, I have a flute tattoo. Flute tattoo. Of, nice. a, of an A flat fingering chart. And I um, loved it. Played in the, in the marching band in college. Well, it was in the flag line, but I played in the concert band in college. And, uh, uh, you know, but then it kind of got put away because, like, who, where did you just spontaneously play a flute? And I have these yeah. friends that are musicians, and this guy, I remember getting, I used to be in a carnival. I was a belly dancer and a glass walker in this carnival. What's a glass walker? I'm walking on broken glass, and I would lay on it, and people would walk across my back. Really? Like, yeah. How does that, how do you do that? It's just your your feet are spread out. It's like when you're walking on a gravel driveway with no shoes on, and yeah. it, it doesn't, because your weight's evenly distributed amongst your feet. Yeah. But if you just walk in and you just step on like one piece of gravel, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so, and you do get cut. The worst thing is you don't get cut. You get little microscopic pieces of glass up in your foot. And they're way up there, and yeah. you'll forget about them. And like two weeks later, all of a sudden, you're just like, ah! And it's oh, a piece fun. of glass coming out. Like, have you ever done walked across a fire? I have, actually. How's that? It was, I was such a letdown. I was at this big, I'm a fire spinner, fire dancer. And I was at this big weekend of like classes and workshops about fire. And my friend had done the coal walk the year before. And she said, oh, it's such a spiritual experience. Da, 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 da. And I did it, but it was not like the guy that, that was just like hype us up and get us all into this like mental headspace to be like you can conquer your fears you can I just didn't get there I didn't yeah. feel like he was just facilitating or or maybe it was just me so I did it and it felt just like you thought it would feel it was very warm yeah. but you walk across kind of like damp kind of sandy stuff before and it kind of makes this 
kind of oh, vapor coming kind of onto your feet. Uh, okay. Not the sand itself, but the with the vapor from the water, and then you just walk across. So like I did it, but yeah. I just I didn't get that whole like oh my gosh kind of yeah. spiritual experience that some people get. I wanted sense. to be like Pam on The Office. <laughs> Shout out to The Office. Uh, where she got the Office the fans out there. Hey, yeah. tell us what you think I'm about on, Jim I'm and on Pam. Hey, Argunder Mifflin <laughs> on Red on Reddit all the time. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and so are you, are you currently in a relationship now, or are you single? No, I'm single. I've been single for a while. I just felt like I needed to be for a while. Just yeah. I had some things happen in my life. Just some real, like I said, moving, starting a new new kind of thing. And so, but I've been looking lately, I'll be honest. Um, when, you, when you're looking, are you, like, are you wanting to let them in immediately, or are you kind of want to... About what I do? Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Not immediately. Right before we ever meet in person. That's, yeah. what, that's how it's been with a couple of people I've met, because... People that I would meet in real life, like prior, just everybody except for my family knows what I do. I'm okay. very, I'm not ashamed of it. I love what I do. I'm yeah. proud of it. I've, I've heard some little whispers from a couple of people being kind of weird about it. To other people, like, oh, did you know that? Yeah. And like, whatever. But know what I do. So if I'm in a situation where I might naturally meet a guy, like at a bar or whatever, yeah. like, oh, that's cool. And they'll be like, ooh, and and kind of how they react to that kind of everyone, me, yeah. Kind of makes, makes or breaks it. But so online, though, it's hard because it's like you got to. The first person that I was talking to, and I told him I had this. I mean, I wrote this like novel about da 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 da, yeah. this, that, and the other. And uh, he was like, that's cool. But we ended up not hanging out. Another guy, I told him, and he, right before we were, we were making a date, he was just like, and he thought he was just making sure that I wasn't saying, I was, okay, I'm going to charge you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm looking for the opposite of that. I really, yeah. I'm looking for a relationship now. I got people to fuck. Yeah. I, if, whenever I want. Yeah. Um, and another person, they were like, you know, that's cool, but like, if we were gonna be in a long term relationship, I don't know if I could. Because yeah. I don't know, you know, how long I'll be doing this. Like, yeah. But um, but yeah, I definitely kind of right off the bat because they need to, the person I date needs to be cool with alternative lifestyles. They need yeah. to be cool with being polyamorous. They need yeah. to be cool with like I'm a pagan. Like, and there's no. Ooh, nice. Uh, I, never, I don't know much about that. But yeah. My ex sister is like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's just worshiping. Like I said, I believe in God. Um, it's probably the same God that the Christian God believe in, but I, I incorporate magical practices into my worship and like, you know. This, this, this is, I'm, I'm fucking ignorant, so like, if I ask like, like witch and witches, kind of witchy witch? stuff, but I try not to label it, you know. Okay. I did this actually, and I'm real lazy with it lately. I just, this, I've just been not doing stuff like those things behind you, like those little pieces of paper. Those are called sigils. Okay. And they're little d- designs that you make to put like an intention in it, and just kind of. To me, it's, it's just a. Fo- it's just focusing your prayer. Like Catholic people use rosary beads okay. to focus their prayer. Like it's to me, it's a physical manifestation of me giving something up to my higher power. You know. If, if it was like the, the if you were in Salem, right? They'd Back have, then, they'd have burned the shit. Out of they me. would have came for you. Oh God. Okay. They would have came for me way before I ever did any witchy shit. They would be like a woman that speaks her own mind. Burn the witch. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, all the she all floats, the, the women that were like bucking the system were, were either witches or later in life put in asylums. Damn. That was just what they did with them. They, if you ever want to see something that'll chill you, my sister acted as it's called the uh, the something of Mary Gerard. I can't remember, but it's about a true story about a man in like the eight, 1900s that put his his headstrong wife in this asylum. They put her head in. a Sit on a chair, put her head in a box this big, and just leave her there. Her put her head in a box? Not, not, they didn't cut it off. They yeah, a yeah. Box well, over yeah, head. put a box over. That's it. And they, like a little tiny box, and just leave her there, like forever, almost. And it's and the the play is just her inner monologue in her head, and she's like, my sister played Mary Jordan and was like, fuck. It's her slowly going insane, like yeah. So, Everyone. but anyways, that's what all these <laughs> headstrong women. Yeah, I would have been burned like a witch, whatever. But I could have been. I would have been on the down low back then. Though I'd have been like, 
out out from yeah. baking bread and be going to all the meetings and be like, what's going on? Yeah, and then all, in secret, all the like senators and stuff go. were coming and seeing me, and then we were doing whatever. But yeah, I'm not <laughs> the witchy stuff. I did a spell the other night. My first one that I've really ever kind of done is a, was I cut a lock of hair, put some hair the hair gel from my school on a little plate. Lit some candles and I was like, "We're gonna let this next semester of school be great." And Hell yeah! So yeah, it's just it's there's a great Reddit called Sass Witches and it's for witches that don't believe in the supernatural, but yeah. they, they like the focus that a ritual brings. If I'm Can- gonna gather my candles and my little crystals and think about an intention, that's motivating me to yeah. do something about it. You can't just okay. put it out there and not do anything about it. That's almost like a biblical shit. Like, if it got, like if you take one step, God takes two or so. Like, yeah, like that kind of yeah, shit. It's like, just, whether you, you believe in, in, yeah. in something higher than you or not, you can still appreciate how doing the ritual of something motivates you. Yeah. To, it's like meditation. It's just like mindfulness meditation. It's just a guided meditation for me. So I'm not super like... Oh yeah. If, if, I, can, I, like, can I get a spell and it work for me? How, how does that work? How it works is you put. Well, when we get out, I'm gonna help, we're gonna do a schedule for you. All right, I'm trying and, to get uh, better at like just. And it's just better at stand It's up. just every time I look at it, I think about the intention I put in it, and it makes me reflect back and be like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. put some effort towards that. You know, that makes okay. It's just little reminders, like mar- yeah. little reminders to be a better person and to do things you got to do, like you know, yeah. It's nice. I didn't do anything about us getting into all that. I, don't, I hope it don't turn people off. No, hell of a I do, believe in, I do believe in some kind of God, though. Higher power. If they got turned off by that, hey, we didn't want you to listen to the podcast, but still subscribe and yeah. like, rate it really high. Just yeah. like, stop listening. Peg, yeah, peganescort.com. No, oh, that's, that sounds like it a, should be a, a Pornhub search. Oh, my God. That should be a porn. Pagan oh, escorts. And witches. Oh man, you can get real stereotypical with it, having the pointy hats and like out in the woods. Yeah, I followed this one chick on Instagram the other day, who's an escort, and she like puts like like skull like a like ram's horns. Oh, I don't know wow. if they're like really attached to her head, but like, like all a, the, a headpiece, all yeah. her pictures are just like her and like ram's horns and shit. Is like, she like is she like out in like nature and stuff? Yeah, and there's she, like lots of like. That's blood cool. and mud and yeah, dirt. Yeah, it's very and shit. artistic. You know what yeah, I mean. I, I like. I love outdoor nudes. I love being naked outside so much. Yeah. On my, uh, there's a couple on my website of me naked outside in in Athens. There's a great picture, and it's not on one of my ads, but it's on another uh, sort of ish social media thing that I'm on, where I'm just like, I just have a hippie skirt on. This is when I was like a lot younger, and just looking great. It's not to be like that, but at the time I can look back and be like, wow. And there's a big tree whose branch, like the trunk, kind of went like this out over the water, and it's just me laying on the branch with no, with just my skirt on. That's and nothing pretty else. awesome. And like, well, no, there's one of me laying there with nothing on. That's right. When I, that's when I had this super triangle bush, and uh, it was pretty great. Like I love <laughs> being naked outside. I hate living in an apartment right now because I just have this little patio. Damn. And but but it's almost secluded enough. If I just put a little curtain up, just on one little side of it where my Upstairs next door neighbor can't see in. Like, yeah. I could just do whatever out there. I'll go out there in my bra and underwear a lot and smoke cigarettes. So, oh, fuck yeah. You know, because that's why I want to do pictures because the natural light out there is so good. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, um, would you, have you always been independent the whole time that you've yes, done it? Yes, I've never, I've never heard that. I've, I've thought about it, you know, and I've looked into different ages because I was just like, if they could get me, because, you know, there's some lean times or whatever. And I was like, if they could get me more jobs, yeah. I could possibly, uh, you know, but then the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, I think some people have, some have an exclusivity contract. Like, if you work for them, then you can't work for them. And uh, I was okay. just like, do I, is it worth it? Also, somebody else will be booking your clients. Yeah. And you don't have that personal vibe from them before you go see them. You have no buildup. You have nothing you've been chatting about to kind of 
anchor the conversation. Yeah. You're just showing up to a rando, and then you got to start from scratch right there. And like, so I just it really yeah. I could never like some people even independent people that get big enough will have a, bo- a hire a booker. Yeah, but I could never have somebody. I've technically been a, a madam for another lady. Nice. A good friend of mine. I had. I'm in the kink and S and M scene, and uh, my play partner. His girlfriend, who's an older woman, who squirts like a, every time. It's crazy. It's the first time I ever saw somebody squirt, and there's a picture of it because her boy, my friend was the photographer, and it's just me standing. He got a mid- picture mid squirt. No, right, it was right after, and I'm laughing, and with this big smile on my face, and I just got my drenched, and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> but uh, she wanted to get into it, you know. She just sounds she had a very. She I don't have a past like abuse and stuff like that. She did, and that it really transformed her into just being like. She, she used it for positive. That's how she yeah. showed affection was just sex. Had it all the time. She nice. would want to do this. And this is back when I would book stuff by email. And I was like, okay. And I set up an email address for her, made an ad for her. And I took, I booked her clients for her for a while. But I was like, anytime you just tell me it's yeah. yours. So, and I would get like a little commission off of it nice. for a little while. So, yeah. She passed away from cancer a few years back. Oh, sure. I love you, Pat. You're a super awesome lady. Shout out to Pat. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, fuck that. Fuck Fuck cancer. Fuck, you know what? Fuck cancer for real. I think, is there something that all people can agree on? Yeah. Fuck cancer. Right in the butthole. Like, right in the butthole. Does cancer have a butthole? But if it did, we'll find it. right we'll in the it. butthole. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I wrote this question down. I know I asked you, how do pimps work? You said you had gotten ads. Oh, God. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, Here's the thing about pimps. See, I just like, don't understand they're how. They're becoming obsolete. And anytime something's about to go away, they have to fight to stay relevant. I just couldn't understand why you would ever work with somebody that, you know, that just, whatever. Do they, don't they get all the money yes. and let you so just they, pimps break it off for you from time thing? to time? And I would let them give their spiel because I was genuinely curious about how someone could be lured to this. Learned a few things. One was like, this guy, a couple people call me and they were like up in New York or something. They were not here. And I was like, why are they call me in Georgia? It's because they want you to be away from your support system. They want you to be away from friends oh, and family. Oh, yeah, so they need... So you, so you need them. Oh, Damn. how are you... You know, and so one guy, I was like, okay, okay, blah, blah, blah. I was like, so what percentage? Because one time I met this girl that was just in a bad way, got off a bus and got picked up by this really nasty guy who was pimping her out, like, and he was like, keeping like 80% of what she made or whatever. And I was like, that's fucked up. And I uh, helped her out. He needs That pimp needs to go yeah. out there and suck a dick. So, like, yeah. And so this guy, I was like, so how much do you keep? And he kind of laughed. And he's like, all of it. And I was like, all of it. And he's like, yeah. He's like, but I got you, girl. I got your apartment. I got you the finest Louis bags. I got you this. I was like, so, but what you're saying is anytime I need something, I got to come ask you. I'm beholden to you. Yeah. And then he got mad because I was like, I was like, I applaud your business model, but I was like, you do know that slavery, right? Yeah. He's like, what? I was like, no, that's that's you're a slave owner because this is a black guy. I was like, you do understand what you are, like you're a slave <laughs> yeah. owner. I was like, own it if you're gonna do it, fucking own it. Yeah. I had another guy that I was, uh, maybe it was the same guy that he just kept. This was, was <laughs> maybe the same dude. <laughs> he was disturbing me that he kept talking about. Oh, you just ain't a true hoe. That it was the same guy. You just oh, ain't a true God. hoe. Like, there's a mindset, and there is a mindset. It's a mindset of a of a woman who is not weak. But just in a state of disorientation where I'm she sure doesn't vulnerable. have it. They're vulnerable too. Vulnerable, thank you. Yeah. It's finding a woman that's vulnerable, that's maybe doing this for survival, that's like and and a lot of these girls, when they pick up girls that are underage that have been trafficked, that and quote, save them, they don't want to be saved because this they're like, This is my boyfriend. A lot most pimps come, start out as your boyfriend. And then they're like, oh, well, here, let's, we'll make a little money. Like, yeah. you can see this guy. It'll be sexy. It'll be exciting. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you're forced to see this guy. Yeah. Oh, but I got you. But if you don't make money, I'm going to beat you. Like, it's a vicious cycle. But I'm um, back page, 
saved a lot of women from be, having to go through that route. I had one that hit me up fairly recently that was killing me. He was trying to be like real slick with it. And he just like, he kept using all these like motivational speaker type tactics. Like, <laughs> you, know, you just want to make the next move in your life. And like all this stuff. And I just kept asking him, okay, well, what, what, are you gonna, what are you going to do for me? Like, are you going to, do you have like a client, a, like some kind of end with like really rich clients? Do you, what's your thing? Yeah. He's like, well, we just got to be, you know, I'm going to, we're going to make moves. And I'm like, but give me, we're I, gonna, I need, I need specifics, dog. concrete thing that you will do for me. Just one. Like anything, and he just couldn't. And I was just like, "What? You're terrible." terrible it seems like thing. if you don't like Louis bags, right? I, I don't give a fuck about Louis bags. Yeah, I'm saying if you like, what is, he's like, "I got your Louis bags." You'd be like, "All right, I don't fuck with you, Louis yeah, bags." Yeah, you like, got well, my. Put me up in a hotel. You put me up somewhere, and then anytime I want to go eat something or like whatever, I gotta ask you for money like you're my daddy. Fuck that. Yeah, I got into this position to not be beholden to someone, and it just but it makes me sad. Because there's still people that get trapped in that, and it's insidious. It's not like that. Most of it's not coming from people hitting them up like they're hitting me up. And also the guy that hit me up that was like, "Look, let's make moves." I was like, "Dude, you're hitting me up. You need." I just me. don't understand how you have the audacity to really ask somebody to go do that and then be like, "That's my money." Yep. How is that? Because <laughs> you, it's it, they think of it as that's my hoe, that's my bitch. Okay, yeah, that's I guess my I see property. Like that, it's yeah. modern day slavery, and they feel like. And the fact that being a pimp, and I'll admit I sang along with it, got glorified in a lot of like music and culture. The fact that you can buy like a pimp cup and like there's just oh yeah, it's society glorified. You're pimping out something like, and I and I rolled right with it. But when you really think about the insidiousness of what that is, yeah, it's literally owning another human being's life, and even and to add just the weird twist on that. And then sexually exploiting them. Yeah. Like, it's fucked. I mean, it is incredible how, like, society, like, well, kind of, like, looks up to, like, like, pips, like, yeah. almost like a yeah, what? positive thing, almost, oh, in, yeah, in some, become, some like, aspects. Oh, you're a pimp, because, and that's the, oh, yeah, if you see a lot getting of, yeah. into it not now are thinking of that mindset, like, I'm going to be this baller, I'm going to make all this money, but I'm not going to sell crack or whatever, I'm going to sell these people that so are, crack. and like I said, you, oh, yeah. I just meet a girl. Hey, girl, let's hang out. I got all this money. I'm gonna buy you things. Oh my god! Now you're gonna owe me favors. Now you owe me things. Now you're gonna do this for me, or yeah. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And I, I don't play that. Fuck that. No. Yeah, but I wish I could do more. I used to have business cards. That's how my sister. I have one family member that knows what I do. It's my sister because she. I had business cards for a while, which most people don't want a business card. They don't want to keep. I need to get business proof cards. of what you. Uh, I'll do your business cards. I do. I do great. Uh, you do business cards. Do publishing and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I do, yeah. But, uh, so, but the whole reason I had business cards was on the back, because I couldn't understand from the client standpoint how you could see these girls that, I mean, I can't, I, I guess, are they, are they contacting the pimp I, to yeah, then yeah. schedule the appointment? I love what I do. Yeah. I cannot imagine, yes, there's some days where I maybe just feel a little under the weather and I'm not super into it and I just push through, but I can't imagine doing the things that I do, truly not wanting to be there, truly being like, I hate this, like, and having to do it and how the client could Honestly, not pick up on that. I, yeah, I've, I've been... <laughs> I've had experiences with people to where I was like, they didn't seem into it. Yeah. And then I'm like, and some people are just, I not like, yeah. I'm like, my dick doesn't work like that. That yeah. shouldn't get and hard if you're not. Escorts, and they're not, they're not super into it or whatever. But like when they really look scared. And so on the whole reason I had the business card was on the back of the business card. I had tips how to know if the girl you're seeing is being trafficked. Oh, that's awesome. And it was things like, 
you know, speaking to a third party, usually a man, and giving him money. You know, looks to show or disoriented, staying in like a low rent hotel room that doesn't that looks like they've got a lot of things there. And there was a number at the bottom that you could call where you can anonymously report. Oh, nice. And uh, that's and and so, but I put it on business card because nobody wants to talk about something serious like trafficking right after the after after this. I need to get that phone number. Yeah. And I'll plug it after. Yeah, like yeah. I gotta, I'll put I that phone number so we can figure out. But what yeah, nobody that is. wants to talk about serious trafficking issues right after they've come. They want to be on floaty and leave. So if yeah. you hand them a card and they're like, "What's this?" We're talking about trafficking. If you hand them a business card, they're just like, "Oh, business card." Then hopefully they'll look at the back. Yeah. And just they'll flip know. it over at some point. I just try to do my part because it's just it's terrible to me. Like that, it. I can't imagine doing what I do under duress. Yeah. Like, I've definitely done what I do when I've not been feeling good. Yeah. Or there's been something that's been built, and I'm just like, uh. But I always put my heart into it. Yeah. And I always end up being like, okay, great, but like, I can't imagine somebody. It just it breaks my heart. I just I just can't believe the audacity of another like person to yeah. think they're yeah. entitled to somebody yeah, else's yeah, fucking yeah. labor. You, honestly, that's what I, told, yeah, I was like, I was like, so she does all the guy was talking about slavery. I was like, so she does all the work, and you get all the money. That yeah, I was like that, that's your business model, right? Yeah. And he was like, oh, you had a true hoe, and I'm like, no, she does all the work. Yeah, you get all the money. Your slave owner. Yeah. I had one guy that I'll stop talking about pimps who cracked me up though. This guy genuinely, he was not trying to be a dick, I don't think. He genuinely was like, Well, you can't you can't do business without a man. You gotta have a man to do the business for you. Who's gonna handle the money? And, I mean he wasn't even trying to be a dick. He was just yeah. genuinely in his brain could not wrap his brain around a woman counting money and handling the business aspect. Yeah. But but you gotta have, you don't have a man, you gotta have a man. Who's gonna handle the business? And I was like, Motherfucker, me. I got a business degree, number one. <laughs> but like what and I was like, I was he's like women can't and I was like this is another black guy I was like you do realize like many many years ago people j- literally said that about your race like well you can't he can't count he can't read like yeah. like you're doing that right now with the women like come get into like fucking twenty first century man that's incredible yeah so he was a nutball but enough about pimps yeah hey any pimps that listen to the podcast first off fuck you yeah but also subscribe. Mm-hmm. Also subscribe. Subscribe and talk more shit because you're a trash person. You're, you're a slave owner. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Or lady. Also lady out there if you're lady pimping and it's not good. It's not. You're just. If hey. you're a madam, if you're an agency, that's one thing. But if you're, if you're, uh, yeah, yeah, we know what the difference is. Fuck yeah. When uh, so yeah, in like screen, like uh, have you ever like, like in the screening process, right? Mm-hmm. How do you know what? That the person you're seeing is not because you like, that's le- not a, not a law not enforcement com- or or like a vi- like a vibe. How do you get the vibe that? But the law enforcement thing you don't know, and people a lot of people ask me used to when people be like they'd be like, "How do I know you're not a cop?" And I yeah. would be like, my answer was always be like, "You don't," and I don't know that about you either. But yeah. our mutual distrust will help keep us safe. When I was working out of my home, like as I do now, people would freak out about it. And I'm like, I always now I tell people when they're like, "Are you a cop?" and I say, "Of course not," but you do know that's an urban legend. The cops don't have to tell you the truth. Yeah. You need to listen to your gut and you need to, most importantly, think logically. Yeah. With my home, unless I'm doing something like trafficking children or like narcotics or something, they're not going to put all the time and effort to put up a sting for one person. Yeah. Especially to go, how would they get access to like a home to, yeah. to have this sting from? Like, just think logically about where you're going. They're going to rent a room in a cheap motel and just arrest people all day. Yeah. You know? And now my whole thing when it comes to law enforcement is I don't talk about Unless we met, we know each other. We don't talk about that. We don't nothing talk about explicit. Nothing. I mean, all. not even like a. And I feel bad for a couple people that like a certain thing. They really want to know. Do you do that thing? But yeah. I, I'm, I'm, if I lose, I have to lose that client. If they, if yeah. I just can't. Like, we'll talk about a person. Yeah. Because the one girl that I know that has been picked up for it, 
it was before it wasn't when money was exchanged, it wasn't when clothes came off. It was as soon as she pulled in the parking lot based purely on the content of their texts and phone calls. Really? Yeah. Escorting, which is what I do, is totally legal. I provide paid companionship. Yeah. You want to come over and really truly have a friend, have a good time, vibe with someone, have an experience, come see me. It costs money. That's legal and it's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh anything else that happens is just Something that happens between consenting adults that yeah. comes up that may f- that the vibe feels right. Because I will see that on on web- escort websites, and I'm like, is that like a legal disclaimer that actually holds? Oh my up? god, I love on I love on fucking ads, and they'll be like, no cops, and I'm like, oh, that's, you avoided it right there because yeah. you said no cops in your ad. Or when people in their ads be like, I will suck your dick for fifty dollars if I will do this. I'm like, you're just asking for it. The only I've reason you're not picked up is because there's so many of you that it would be like not feasible i wonder if it works right like if they could get you on so i've seen you know they got the eggplant and then they got the what the squirt squirt yeah. squirt and yeah. then they got a mouth emoji yeah i hate fucking emojis how how like we're living in the future when yeah, you can get arrested anything. for escort yeah, like arrested why, for emojis though. that's why people like try to use, like what's your donation how many roses and i'm like you don't have to say that it's legal for you to pay me money for my time. Yeah. It, that's totally you know we, and that's not going to save you anyways just because you called it roses yeah so these little i get irked in my old age about um, just little things and I'm like that's dumb you know people, in your old age or like some people are like send me a picture and this is something I do understand this about if your pictures are real my pictures are definitely real and they're representative yeah um, I will send I will, there's pictures of you know nothing really showing on my ads if you go to my website there's a little more showing a little boob action uh, I will send you a face pic if you text me and ask for one but I'm not going to just send you a bunch of pictures but uh, do you feel like people because I know you don't have your face on your website. No. Do you feel like people con- have people contact like contacted you just to get the face pic? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Um, I just I feel like if I had my face on my ads, which some people do, God bless them. That any it's not it's an unusual even if you're never going to see an escort in your life for you to browse those websites and to just be looking at it and be curious, you know. Yeah. And I don't want somebody to just just being if somebody's just being curious and comes across my face that might get get spread. Yeah. And then they have no culpability. They they didn't do anything really wrong except for browse. But if we've gotten to the point where you're like we're texting back and forth and we're going to see each other, then yeah. I, you, if you were going to spread something about me, like I, you would also have to admit that you were seeing yeah. us, you know. Because I guess too, when when we were texting originally, like for the podcast and stuff, uh-huh. I feel like through that conversation, you would have known whether or not I was what I like a yeah. couple. Like I didn't any, think like, for like a brief second, I was like, what if this is like some kind of weird elaborate sting where I like say all this stuff on a microphone and then it. Like, <laughs> but there's, gotcha. nothing, no. there's nothing to say on the microphone other than what I do is completely legal. Yeah, and I love it. Okay, um, how often do you are are like because in a, like Athens you had that clientele base where you yeah. didn't have to advertise. You had like steady people. Now you're in Atlanta. Yeah. How often? How often are you able to see people? Like, is it I, my schedule? I I used to when I moved in this house. It was really awesome. I do have a roommate. She and I told her when we were gonna move in. Like, I'm gonna see clients here, and she's cool with that. Nice. She like heads out. You know, and she works a lot. We but. So I was kind of seeing them like just willy nilly. I was I was working like half days at an office like three days a week, and I was just seeing people whenever. And then my schedule just got flipped, turned upside down, as Fresh Prince would say. And uh, I'm in school for ten hours, three days a week, and so I really? just don't. I tried to do a little bit of work. I just don't. I can't. That's my time. Yeah. So and then Thursdays and Fridays. So basically, I only advertise and I only work. Thursdays and Fridays, and Thursdays are about to go away, too. And then all weekend. Weekends, okay. like I said, I stay pretty much all night on Friday nights. That's my night. Just in case late people call late, and it's yeah. fun. It's fun to see people that are up late, and they're yeah. just probably partying a little bit. Usually I have to go to them because they've been drinking a little bit or something, which yeah. is fine. And, uh, you know, just, just when you meet interesting people, and they're yeah. fun, you know, in a fun space. But, yeah, so my week my weekdays are pretty 
pretty no. Like, okay. So I'm, I'm actually working less than I ever have in my life, and I'm making more because I'm saving it all. Oh, nice. I put almost everything that I make into savings and because I'm getting my nest egg ready. Sweet. And because I, I just blew my money back in the day, like, and I worked a lot more. And I made, you know, so, uh, you know, after bills are paid, everything goes into savings. Okay. Because uh, I, I live like a miser. I'm a thrift store junkie. I'm, you know, we were just talking about Facebook Marketplace, oh, yeah. all, the, all these furniture. I mean, I love, I love a curb alert. Oh, that came off the side of the road. That, that awesome curb alert. Curb <laughs> I like that. Um, curb alert. Yeah, well, this, you see them on Craigslist, they'd be like, curb alert, and then they'd give the address, and they'd be like, oh, cool. That, too, that um, with chalkboard paint, the, that nice. came off the side of the road. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I've got money to buy new clothes, but I don't. I just love this the deals. I love this 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 hunt. The yeah. tri- you know, and uh, so that's I'm a thrifty chick, and I like I, I've been saving like a mo. Fuck yeah. For real. That's true. Having a nest egg is nice. It makes me feel so good. It's the biggest savings I've ever had in my life, and it just it makes me feel like I had a little. If nest something egg. happened, it, I would have. I would. You know, I wouldn't yeah. just be depleted i wouldn't be just crushed yeah. like i had a little nest egg before i left north carolina moved down here and now i'm like because i need i don't have a job yet I'm oh like, baby I'm like, right now yeah. i'm like oh boy I'm the, the high, uh, <laughs> restaurant down the street's hiring where, oh, my, shit, where my roommate works <laughs> slaying something that makes a restaurant i need to do something do you feel like you have like an average like a clientele like an average person that a person that contacts you what's your do you have a demographic that well hits you it, while it swings like i said depending on periods of time in my life it would swing for a while. There was a lot of like in Athens, kind of young guys, stuff like that. I've always had my, like, I love my shout out to my old man. I love you. You're polite. Oh, you're man. on time. On you're time. complimentary. Complimentary. Like you know what you want. I've I've seen a few more lately that have been a little more kind of. Sometimes the older guys are a little out there with because they just it's like been a long time and they yeah. just want to try. Like it's funny when people hear they have all these different fantasies or whatever. Yeah. And they'll be like. You know, like five minutes before I get here, like, can you wear like a, a green thong and some purple heel? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Even just seeing a boob sometimes, yeah. like, wow, this is nice. This yeah. is incredible. So, but then I love, so my young guys are kind of, I have a couple of super young guys that um, are a little nervy, but there's, there's one guy that comes and sees me regularly that's just super, he's a bit, you're my goddess. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. He just, he can't help it. Like, yeah. the, the love and compliments just pour through him and it just gasses you up so much. It's yeah. just like, oh my gosh. And, uh, but then I got my, like, mid-30s, just, I've seen some, like, some interesting characters, like, some kind of hipsters, like, okay. just real interesting cats that I, I could just sit and talk to for, I used to have people that bargain with me, they'd be like, well, how would I pay for an hour, for half an hour, but we'll just hang out long, yeah. and I was like, dude, if you're cool and I enjoy your company, then yeah, we might go over our time talking, yeah. but I'm not going to guarantee you that, yeah. like, we have to vibe, and sometimes we do, I'll sit and talk to them about whatever, and yeah. we'll just go off on a tangent, like, I meet some, I love that I meet just super interesting people constantly. Everybody Everybody's does. got a story. Some and I get a lot. You know, I do GFE. That's what I do. I did GFE, which is girlfriend experience. Before I knew what that what that meant. I, before I knew the acronym, that's just what I provide. When you come over, it's like you're coming into like a warm embrace of a long time like girlfriend. Like that. Like, come in, sit down, we'll chit chat. And back in the day, a lot more more people because I don't do quick visits like I've never have yeah just I don't even and lately I don't even really do half an hour so I yeah. offer them I don't even really advertise them but I do offer them if in call because uh, it's just not enough time yeah and because I want to get to some people want to jump right into it and I'm like sure fine but like I want to know your thing and a lot of times we'll spend most of our chit chat time beforehand talking about whatever and then I really feel like I can put more of my soul into it. Yeah. Because I've touched a little bit on what you are. I've, I've explored, yeah. I've thrown up my sonar, 
it's bounced back some stuff, and now I can adjust. I mean, you can get. A, I mean, it's just a better experience. Mm-hmm. It truly is. When so, if you want, you know, if you're looking for, I don't do PSE. Somebody today asked me like, "So are you, are you nasty and something something?" And I was like, "I definitely want to describe me as nasty." Yeah. You know, I don't do like the PSE stuff, like this. You know, loud screaming and the like yeah. upside down poses and just like asshole jamming. Like no. Uh, I'm here. I'll rock your world. No, no, don't, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll <laughs> attack you like a motherfucking jaguar. But like, it's just in an organic way. Yeah. And not a fake way. And just, uh, you know. Because, I mean, if you're, I've, I've been in situations where it's like almost immediately, like they're like on you or whatever. And it's like, hey, what's, hey, yeah. let's, let's. I'm immediately touching your shoulder, giving you a kiss on the cheek, sitting you down. Yeah. But we're going to warm up into. And now those regulars of mine that might come in and we're just like, hey, and yeah, then we, yeah. whatever. But it just, it all depends. I can adapt. I'm, that's what I told the guy. I was like, are you nasty? And I was like, I definitely want to describe me as nasty. I would describe me as accommodating. If, yeah. I, if I possibly can, I'm going to accommodate your needs. Yeah. You, whatever. I here's my two caveats, guys. Just know this about me. I can't, I don't talk dirty at all. Well, I suck at it. I start giggling. <laughs> so if you're like, oh, say some dirty stuff to me, I'll be like, that Seinfeld episode, like, where did your mother lay your panties out last night with the, the dirty talk? Like, that would be me. And I would start giggling. Yeah. So, like, and, and I'm not a super loud, like, screamer person that necessarily. I like, you know that I'm having a good time when you look up and there's just, I can't help it. They'll just be have a big, huge smile on my face. Yeah. I'm like beaming and I'm like, hmm. You know, and that's just, it's this beatific smile and like, that's my, just my trademark. And I okay. just like to close my eyes and lay back and just, enjoy the things that are going on yeah. and, and and it makes me more attuned to what you're needless there's a, I'm very attuned to uh, and so many people are not attuned to like my thing to like sometimes I'll be somebody just be attacking my, sometimes there's a line when someone is their technique is so off base that you feel like should I mention this and help them and be like hey this is this is not my clip yeah like, not, or they don't like, attention it 2019, men have finally found the clip. The they don't know what to do with it. And Ladies then, and gentlemen, first time on the podcast, you heard it here, full service podcast, 2019, yes. men have found the clip. We found it, men. Keep going. But they don't know what to do with it. Oh, God. We found and it. We so don't know what to do with just it. Just attack the motherfucking hell out of it. And for me, like, I get a little too overstimulated there when yeah. especially without any warm up and I, but I want to I want to be happy with them I want to let them do their thing but there's sometimes you reach a line and there was just one person where I just kept inching away from his hand a little bit yeah. like trying to get him to move it somewhere else and kind of I couldn't help it I was like kind of grimacing a little bit yeah. and just moving and moving, moving and it just went on for like a long time so I finally had to I don't remember if we stopped naturally or if I stopped him and I was like hey did you not did you not pick up on my signals that was a little too much I just thought you didn't want to come too fast so like, <laughs> oh, yo somebody some of the egos I'll see on, on uh, reviews and shit online where people are like, oh my god, she came three times. She, like, there's so many orgasms. I'm like, bro. Yeah, I just don't. And I don't, fi- I don't fake sure? them. And I don't have them. I'm on a medication that has pretty much taken away my ability to have a traditional orgasm. But you know what? It's fine with me. It helps me focus on what I'm doing better. Oh, nice. But I get, I feel bad when people that they come in and you can tell that's, like that's all they, they want. want to do that for you. And uh, most girls would just fake one for them, but yeah. I can't. It feels so. I'm a genuine person. Yeah. And I just can't do that. Yeah. I want you to have an organic, real experience, and know that it's okay to be focused on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you want to just go down there and eat out forever because it makes you feel good, yeah. do it. I'm ready for you. I'll sit there and I'll smile. And I'll be happy with you. Yeah. But like. To push it towards a goal, I don't want you to. Same thing with their thing. Like yeah. you know, they're here for. I'm here for you. I'm, we're yeah. focused on you. What's gonna make you feel good right now? Yeah. Is it gonna be doing that to me? Fucking do it. 
But you know, sometimes they're just poking a little too hard. You gotta be like, oh, watch out. Yeah. Hey. And there's just then you get the inexperienced people. I've had a couple of virgins, which I really debated about for a long time. I had people hit me up that wanted me to take their virginity, and at first I would turn them yeah, down. Yeah, I uh, Matt, I did an episode with Magic. She was like, said she'd get hit up all the time yeah. for people yeah. with this virginity. And skill. I like kind of for, for a while there, I was just like, no, I just can't let somebody's first experience be like that. But then I regretted it because I was like, they're just gonna call another provider who, like I said, I like since high school, I'm the virginizing specialty, like. But like, I kind of, when you said that originally, you were like eight people. I kind of saw you as like the Pied Piper virgins, where you're just like walking yeah. down, and they're all just like. And oh, I just, I like usher them on their way. I show them how to do things right. Like, um, this one person I see now as a regular, we have regular sessions where I try to teach them something new every time, and like we'll work on this or we'll work on that. That's this. amazing. And and even just working on social skills, because he's like you know t- giving him tips on like where to go, to like meet people, and like you know things he can do, because he's a super sweet kid. I need these these information. <laughs> But, uh, but like, I, I put it off at first, put it off at first, and then I just realized that if I turned them down, they were just going to go to another provider who might not be as good as me, yeah. as, as chill as me. It might be a more fucked up experience. And finally, I did say yes. And this is when I was doing the van thing. And, uh, and I, I felt... I'll I, take your virginity, but only in the van. Well, that's, I had to. Yeah. And I, but I did my best to make it as special as possible. To nice. just be as warm and, and welcoming and just as open as possible and just be like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. I mean, I'm not thinking about my first time, which was, like, in a field... Yeah, I'm near sure. Near my house, I'm with, sure, with like his your ex- friend lurking nearby. I'm sure the experience you're going to provide for them is for better than most people's yeah. virginity experience is going to be. Like, and you know, there's this cliche about I'll take another house, and you know, da, da, da. and it can, can be something where it, it's a little jarring or whatever. But yeah. I just want it to be like, no, yeah, that's why I feel bad for this. Oh, not to get all the political talking about like the incels and stuff like that on the internet. <laughs> like the ones that are, have become that as a culture where, yeah. where they hate women and stuff like that. Like fuck them. They fuck. But just people that are, like I said, involuntarily celibate. Like, come see me. Yeah. And let me genuinely care about you and your body and your mental health. Like, it's all wrapped up together. What I do is not just physical. It's for people's mental fucking health. It's for my mental health. It's just sometimes you need another person to talk to. Yeah. A person to touch releases oxytocin. It makes your brain feel good. It's just, it's it's therapeutic. And I'm not trying to get all, like, woo-woo about it, but, like... It really is. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people think that it's just like literally just a sex thing. And for some, and, and for some people, it can be like that's literally what they're looking for. They want a quickie, yeah. that, and that's fine. They're, I don't, I don't look down on people that do quickies. I don't look down on people that charge fifty dollars. I don't look down on people. The only people that I get mad at are people that say they charge this and then let people haggle them down because I don't haggle. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm saying the flea market that yeah. bothers me because it fucks it up for everybody else. But do you? It's marketing. I have a market segment. I had several clients that were like, you be, you could be charging way more. And I was like, and I could. However, number one, I like working fairly steady because yeah. then I get nervous. If, I, if I'm, you know, if I'm charged a lot more than work just once a month or something, like that would make yeah. me nervous. I'm not going to pick up my passport and fly with you to wherever. Yeah. That's just not my thing. I will, I will take, I will give you literally all of my mental and physical attention for the time that you're with me, an hour or two or whatever. Yeah. But I can't do that for days. I can't. You don't think 10,000? You're like 20,000 when you go but, to like Paris? Well, 20,000. Maybe, Paris? but like. But still, it'd have to be a regular that I'd seen many yeah. times, and like, because what am I going to do? Like, you, if I get there and you're and you're a crazy person, then I'm stuck, you know. Yeah. So I'm not in that set. And there's there's a set, and they have their price range for that. I'm not in the set where I'm just like I'm going to go on the street, or I'm just going to like have people popping into my house all day for quickies. I'm yeah. Like, you know, that's just that's not my set. Yet, but that's fine. That's other people's set. As long as they're taking care of their mental and physical and sexual health, do you? Yeah. It's my market segment is this range where that I'm at. For people, I want it to be expensive enough that it's not just like an everyday thing unless you're super rich. Like, yeah. it's a special thing. Yeah. You know, my, I always tell people, I had this couple that used to hit me up constantly. 
And I charged double for couples because there's yeah. two people. And they just kept talking about that. Well, they had this much money. They had this much money. And they would hit me up multiple times. So I'd be like, take that money. Yeah. Put it somewhere. Then the next time you come into a little bit of money, add it to that money. And then come see me. Like, yeah. And we'll have a special experience. I have to tell that people all the time. I'm like, take that money. Put it away. <laughs> Save it. Yeah. And then come see me. You know, I don't want to. That's what I would do. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm just I'd be like, work. I just money. spent this amount of money on this thing that's not real. Yeah. So when I want to use it, it's already gone. Yeah. It's not even there. It's already, it already spent it. And then. Okay. I like it to be a special occasion. You know, it's something to do. It's something. It's like a spa day. It's like seeing a therapist. It's like other things. I have self-care. definitely felt like, because I'm like, because sometimes you can be impulsive and shit. Like, and I felt like, and it, I did something, and then afterwards I was like, I shouldn't have done that. I should have waited. You know, that was I. Sh- but that's uh, that was just me. <laughs> <laughs> I made it awkward. No, no what awkwardness. Moving on. <laughs> what um. So I know you, uh, sexual health is important. Yes. Um, how STDs? How common are STDs? Um, there, I mean, dude, like I think something like eighty percent of the world has like HPV and herpes and stuff oh, like God. that. Like I get tested um, every three months. Okay. Um, I don't allow. This is where I don't know how much I should go into this on this open podcast. I do. I everything's cut. Anything. Orally, like, that's fine to be uncovered. And there's some people that really frown on that. Like, oh, my God, your yeah. health. But I've literally done the research and the transmission rates uh, from that kind of thing without the end result, yeah. you know, is uh, is almost nil. And so, and then then I can do an inspection. You're asking, how do you, like, avoid yeah. people? You, that's how you start. You look at it and you da-da-da-da. And, and I've noticed people, I'll diagnose people all the time with rough dick where they've just, just been jerking off too much. And I'm like, oh, I'll tell them, I'm like, this, try this lube. You need to put some lotion on there. Like, you know, you'll feel it's better. It's called rough dick? I call it rough dick. Like, when it's just, you get chap, chap dick, excuse me. Like, nice. That's some people like with chap. And it's because you're jerking off all the time in a lube and you're just chapping your shit. So, you need, everybody, use lube. It's not just for porn. Get you, you can even get, go to a sex store. Go to Kroger. They have Astroglide, even though it's messy. Use some fucking lube. You'll thank me. It makes it so much better. Podcast listeners, if you're out there today and you're jerking off, you're dry, you're a dry guy yeah. and you're just jerking don't off. dry guys. No. Yes. Get that lube. Yeah, and don't use the lotion. You're going to get chemicals in your pee hole. You don't want that. Oh, I've people like propose we use like lotion for like lube and in, in my vajay and I'm like get away from me it's got chemical you know. but actual lube <laughs> is bomb. it's like I got like five bottles of it in the house because I, I just kept buying something and losing it but like this is the best lube ever to me yeah. okay all lube that works good works great it's super slick whatever but afterwards you just feel like you needed to go take a full on shower yeah because you're so like sticky yeah and it's everywhere. And which, whatever, but sometimes for stuff you want to be sticky. But this stuff, it's called Pink Indulgence Cream. Pink is the brand. It's in a little white bottle. And I noticed now they, they, they make other lubes, too. They make, like, the silicone water-based, the clear lubes. But okay. this is the cream. It looks like cum, but it's perfect. It's not as slick as the other stuff. It's it's very similar to natural juices. Okay. And it just it just resorbs into your skin when you're done. Yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. The only thing that sucks is this pump bottle. There's still... A ton in here, but it won't come up the pump, so I have to like see. It looks like cum. Ooh. Oh, sure, okay. It's like the best. Looks like, oh, oh, yeah, it does. and I have traditional loops too, but like this is my go to. Nice, my fancy stuff. Heck but, yeah. When, um, I don't review like uh, review oh, websites, so how do you feel? Like, a lot of people that don't know, I like, used if, to, how do you feel about review? Well, websites? I used to have a bunch of reviews on the erotic review, and okay. I was very proud of them. I had like a bunch of just great reviews. I mean, like. 
the ones that just, I was telling you about the one person that was like, oh yeah, her house is decorated. She's got this like hippie style. She's like, whatever. And we, you can tell yeah. she's herself. And I loved it. And then all of a sudden, my review went away and I couldn't retrieve those reviews at all. Yeah. And so I had none. And I, and so then I was just surfing one day and something, somebody put a review, review up for me on Erotic Monkey. They, I know they copied a lot over from Erotic from well, my Erotic Review, review to Erotic Monkey. Did they? Because mine are all gone. Really? But here's the thing. Erotic review, and I, I was like, cool. So I went ahead and claimed my profile and have my reviews on there. But like, for to be able to view other reviews, you need to have written a review. So people will just write a review for someone they never seen, and it won't be like sometimes people be vindictive and just write a shitty a yeah. bad review because they're mad at somebody, and you can dispute that. But like, just like this one guy was talking about, and then we did this, and then we did this, and we did CBJ, and I was like, I don't do CBJ. Yeah, I do BBBJ. Yeah. So. Cool, I'm going to not dispute it because it was an overall good review, but like... That's a bullshit review. Why would you say that? Like, that's I've read... Because somebody reads, reads it and they go, oh, well, she, does, she doesn't do BBBJ, but I do. But I don't advertise that. And nowhere on the yeah. internet is going to be like, I, do, I can't listen on this podcast. I do this, this, this. None of that. Any of those websites where you like check off all the things you do. What's yeah. wrong with you? Trap's a trap. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I do couples. I do kissing. I do snuggle. Like, yeah. That's what, because that is what I do. I'm an escort. You're paying for my time. That's what I do. Anything else that happens is just when we have chemistry and it happens. Yeah. But yeah, but so the reviews there, I'm glad I have them. And I have some reviews. My old web host had a feature that I didn't know it had that, that I, it was turned on where people looking at your website could type in a review and it posts. Now, okay. it wouldn't automatically post. It would post on my dashboard for the, um, when I, and I had edited the site in a while and I came in and I saw the stuff. I was like, cool. So I put it on the, the page. Like you can click them and it'll show them on the page. These little short reviews of you. Yeah. And, um, then when that website, the web host went down, I was able to go on the Wayback Machine and get my pictures and get my stuff. Oh. So I copied over my little review. Just, I mean, they're, they're good ones, you know? Like, there's no verification system or whatever. I guess, theoretically, I could have written all my reviews myself, god damn it. But, like, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, just you have to take me my word. I really, truly didn't. And I've had, I've only had, like, two bad reviews ever. Really? And one was somebody that got mad because I didn't swallow and I never said that I did and anything. Yeah. Thing. And then we got into an argument with him sending me, like, articles that... Like from the internet about how that's safe. I was just like, whatever. I mean, I've heard like I, this lady told me a horror story to where like this dude came and it was like half jizz, half blood, and it was like, oh god, I thought I had the grossest cum story ever, oozing out of an uncut. I've seen so many problems with people with uncut dicks that have issues. I've seen as somebody whose pee hole looks like a Pac Man mouth. Really, dick from straight up, it goes. Eh, eh. Wow. Pac-Man mouth. I felt so bad. I've seen some people with some very with some issues. Some I remember the first time I ever saw it on circuit, like. I, They're interesting. I saw like in high school. I remember, like, cause in my high school, everybody be showering shit oh, together, yeah. and then everybody had a regular. If several had a regular dick, and then there was one guy, and I was like, Yeah, what you got a little flap on the end? It's the kids like in porn, like all the like, like nobody had. Yeah, Louis C.K. talking about his dad's uncut dick. It's funny. Like, like, <laughs> talking about being real sad that his dick is sad. Yeah, they're interesting. I, it took me a while to get used to. I'll be honest, and I believe if I had a son. I wouldn't circumcise them just because I feel it's just an unnecessary surgery. It's just, yeah. but we're so ingrained with what a dick should look like. It is I have crazy. a good friend who had a bot circumcision and his junk is kind of whack. I haven't seen it because he's just a friend, but like it's kind of whack apparently, but it works. He just had a baby or his wife did, but, um, you just gotta, some of them don't retract and that's an issue. So you can't, cause the whole thing is that little flap and stuff pulls back yeah. and then it just looks like a normal dick. Yeah. And, uh, it's juice slimy. So I always, Kind of do this. I rub my tits over the cock anyways because it feels nice and I just wipe it off. Yeah. And you know, and then we do whatever. But like, I've been with some people that they don't retract, and so there's that little flap in your mouth, and like, oh shit! Like and this... when they come, it just oozes out. Like, 
Because it has to, like... Yeah, it's, it's going it's, through. Yeah, it's going through stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, damn, dude. But I've never... I had somebody that once... You know what a hydroseal is? It's like a giant... It's not a blister kind of, but it's like a thing under your skin that's like really big and it's full of water. And it was okay. right on his nutsack. No, it was right at the base of his cock. It was huge. And it was like... Uh, and we just had to work around it. Yeah. We just had to find positions that worked and we had to, you know... I, I, I work with people where, where they at. Yeah. I, one of my funnest clothes ever had one leg. Nice. He, I went and saw him in his house. He was just super. What a great attitude on life. Or, but let me tell you, the positions when you don't got one leg in the way. Yeah. It was nuts. It was nuts. What? What? what uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. <laughs> you just kind of get down his, his leg here. And I was like, <laughs> I've seen a paraplegic. One of my, oh, he's such a sweet man. He was paralyzed from the neck down. And I went and saw him. He lived in this home where he had nurses and stuff there. And he told them that I was his uh, massage therapist. Nice. And I came and just... See, that's his, all, like, that's awesome. I just kissed on his face and, like, rubbed his head and just said he was great. What a sweet man. Like, he really was, like... And just, you know, doing what you can. Just to, That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I feel like I... Yeah. I, I do what I can. I live to serve. I live to help. I live to just make you smile. If I make you smile when you're leaving my place, I feel like a million bucks. Do you feel any pre- like uh, any pressure to be not somebody other than you are, but like to be like because people when they come see you, they have an expectation like, yeah. oh, this is going to be a great. Do you feel pressure to provide? Yeah. Oh yeah, I awesome definitely experience. do, especially in situations where I'm not super into their whatever their thing is. Yeah. But I try to provide... But that's the thing. I try to be very truthful with people about what I do, what I'm comfortable with and not comfortable with. Yeah. Because I would rather us redirect and maybe do something adjacent to the thing you want yeah. really well than yeah. be like not do the thing you want very well. Yeah. And, um, but yes, you gotta be on. That's the thing about work is you gotta be on. Yeah. It's like being on stage or being on TV or something. Like, I'm still myself, very much so. I don't, I tell true stories about my life. I, you know, I bring my own life experiences into it. But, it's a heightened version of me. Yeah. And sometimes when you're not feeling good or, or whatever's going, you got some things going on in your life, some of that can like weigh on you, but you just got to, when they walk in the door, I mean, there's been times that I felt like shit asshole, but just I had somebody I didn't want to cancel on and you just think when, yeah. it's when they call and they're about to be here. I put my shoes on the whoop, it comes on Yeah. and it stays on until they leave. Except every once in a while too, with some people, they can break that down and they get, the normal you for a second and yeah. it's kind of cool people that kind of get down to that level but yeah I mean I feel yeah it's it's yeah, yeah. I like realness it's yeah it's appreciated yeah, keeping it real yeah <laughs> what uh do you do you feel like attraction plays into the job at all or it can help it can definitely people used to hit me up and try to get discounts because I'm hot or whatever I'm like dude that's not I don't know you should pay extra because you're fucking yeah. hot dog and there are people that want to <laughs> truly like do you want my picture and I'm like I really don't I don't care yeah. about your picture because it doesn't matter I'm going to treat you with respect now there are people and the people that I'm attracted to there's been a very yes I've seen some uh, some fine you know specimens of like like fitness and stuff walk through my door and that's cool and everything um, but I get attracted to people's personalities. I've okay. dated a couple clients. It, it ended fucking horribly. But they're, they're both it, it's certifiable. But yeah. Um, oh, my God. I don't want to even go into the whole story. One guy was like, thought people were listening in, the, in my net, in my car. Oh, it's a whole thing. <laughs> he was, had some problems. Um, and the other one was just an asshole. What an asshole. But you get to, like, where you're familiar with people. And um, I have one client that was one of my earliest ones that we are. We've, we've crossed the barrier officially. He's got my real name. He's got my real phone number. Yeah. We hang. Yeah. Like anytime we do, but but anytime we do anything, I still get my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he respects that. Yeah. 
And, um, but we're buds, you know, he used to, for a while, when I recently want to go back to Athens, let me use his apartment. Like, oh, nice. Because he gets, he's into that. Like, he like, kind of yeah. cuckolded and stuff like that. But he's just a, a fun dude. Like, you know, we go to, probably take us, we went to a concert together. Like, that's, but that took years to develop that kind of relationship. Yeah, you're not. And you catch feelings. There's somebody I'm seeing right now that I've kind of got feelings for a little bit. Like, because he's just, and that truly makes the experience, from my perspective, at least, I, I think from their perspective, just adds a little, no, even if there's not that, that, chemistry click you're still going to have a great time because yeah. I'm going to put all my mental efforts into your to get on your wavelength yeah. but sometimes when there's that little extra doop from the, that when you have that chemistry it just makes it just more explosive yeah I've that, and that's it. like anything in life you know when you have that you know your part like this and my part shape like this and when it clicks and you're like whoa yeah. so that definitely attraction and to me like it's not so much physical it's like mental you know yeah. like personality wise how is it when you're like when I don't know, you're not. Gonna, I mean, when you see somebody and you're like, I don't know if this is gonna work. Like, is, is there ever like, I don't know if we can do that. Like, there used to be some wackadoos that I saw that like just weren't. But I just was like, you know what? We're just gonna muddle through. Yeah. Now I'm a lot more picky. I'm a lot more picky, I guess. About I know it's just I think I was saying earlier before we started the 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 t- pool of my clientele has made it just dramatic shift in the since my last little hiatus and I started back in Atlanta just just for the better yeah. like the amount of like weird low ballers and people that are trying to be whatever is almost gone people know the drill they know, we don't talk about anything except for just how you doing and like yeah. how's the weather and your life and oh I got this going on today oh I'm excited to see you uh, we don't talk about money because they know where to look to find we don't you know when I get here they just we don't talk to just put it down or whatever and, and I, I forget sometimes I'll ask them like I laid it right there and I'm like oh you did what you're supposed to do yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't prepared for that um, just people that know the drill that aren't trying to like they know what what's up they know yeah. the kind of way that things go typically now, there's always variations on stuff but like you know when it's time to go and things like that and but people it's just there's just been this shift to people that like you know are just good good clientele I've always I mean I've always been able to pick out the good clientele and see them but I don't have to weed through as many yeah just whatever people you know people actually find and, and I think that truly has to do with where I advertise like where, okay I, yeah, where, where, where okay. do you advertise so after Backpage went away that's when I was on like I said in my year hiatus and I came back and I was like I don't even know what the fuck blah 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 so I don't even know if, I think it was a Google search or maybe that swap meeting but Skip the Game is what I found that's what I was using when I first moved to Atlanta and getting just like nada just no, I just think what, low ballers, and you're and you're buried in the ads. You have to repost your ad every fucking five minutes to get on the front page. There's nothing to really make you stand out. There's so many people, yeah, and it's such a range of people. There's a lady doing fifty dollars change job, and then yeah. you know this person's like ah. So I don't even. I think I was just doing research one day about like I researching putting myself in the place of somebody that's searching for escort. Yeah. And, like what keyword would you use? Like what blah blah blah. And found some places, and I don't pay for my ads. You know, uh, I try to find places that are free. But uh, Erotic Monkey, like I said, somebody put a review for me on there, and I claimed my profile. So now I'm on there. If you log in, every time you log okay, in, okay, it'll say like last, time. it'll say like active uh-huh. and stuff like that. Yeah. I do. I don't think I've ever, I think I've got one person ever from. I try to. I forget to ask people. Two of the places I I um, advertise. I know for a fact if you have, I think they have a function where you can hit a button and message them, message me like on my phone, and it has like a prompt for you. I found you on EM. Okay. And the other one, like I found you on Tris, like so. Okay. I, I know where they're coming from. So maybe that's why, I, but the other ones don't. So I could have be getting tons of people from these, but Private Delights, I have one on there. Okay. Is and that a free? Is Private Delights free? free? Nice. Uh-huh. And it's, a, it's it builds itself as a review site, but I don't have reviews on there. 
Uh, then Girl Directory, which I had a few on there. It's kind of weird Girl how, Directory. I how you that. like lay, you know, you can't post, repost your ad. They have a news feed kind of like. Okay. And But I just post the same thing over, like that's puts it up to the top or whatever. And those, there's different pictures because two of the places to advertise, they don't want you to have a watermark on your photos. And for a while there, I just had, I didn't have this computer on my laptop and all my foot, all my photos that I used were watermarked. Yeah. And in a way that if I took the watermark off, it'd look weird. Like yeah. it was over body parts. So I had to dig through and find other pictures like from other, like sites in my email that didn't have the watermarks. So oh, okay. Pictures. But the one, and I almost hate to give it up. It's called Twitter and Trist. Trist came out of Twitter. Twitter is like Twitter for I got, sex workers. I got Twitter. I got a Twitter. I got it, but I, I get on it not very much. I get on it just on the weekends when I'm advertising, and I try to thank every person that f- added me. I try to, you know, put my little ad out there and stuff like that. And then, I hit, but I Trist, hit you with them retweets. Trist is, um, yeah, I don't know. What's, I feel like, should I be doing that for other people? Because there's so many other so sex I, I, workers. I still see that. that and they all just boost everybody stuff, else's posts. I'm like, post. how cool is that? I'm like, but I don't have any friends. I don't follow anybody. But I, I, I've seen a I couple don't do people. Twitter, so. I've seen a couple people on Twitter. And it worked. I mean, it, it worked. I've never. Had, I don't think I've ever booked anything directly from there. But then Trist, they built. Twitter was literally built just from the ashes of Backpage. That was yeah. they were trying to. And then Trist is like this super amazing, high end. Oh my god, diverse and inclusive site. There's a lot of like. Shout out to Trist. And, hey. Oh my god, T R Y S T. They're hosted out of Australia. Your ad is is nice looking. They have a lot of cool categories for you to fill out that you, like about your build and size and like what you do. I've seen, I love to browse on there because there's a lot of um, like non-gender conforming and like trans people on there. And they're okay. great. Their ads are great. And I mean, I look all over, not just in Atlanta, but like wherever. And uh, there's a thing on your form. You, what do I see? Not just do I see men, women. I yeah. see men, women. I see couples. I see trans. I see, you know, yeah. gender non-conforming people. Like, and I do. I see everybody. I see that on Slicksa too, like to what, what Slicksa, the people does see. Does that cost money? I think it does. That, I yeah, think it that's does. Why. And Trist, supposedly I had like this three month free trial and it was going to cost money but I'm not paying them any money the only thing that's changed and it's been way longer than three months is you go in there and mark yourself available and it'll put you up to the top put a little banner on your ad yeah. it used to do that for four hours and now it just does it for two hours so I recently discovered Trist this year and I do like it because I just I mean, love the layout the la- I love yeah, the, the layout so easy to use yeah. you can literally put it yeah, where yeah, yeah and you can search by different attributes and things like that uh, put your prices on there like Put your days you're available, which I need to go in there and update my days available. Yeah. I had pretty much every day, and then a little note about these days, but I just can't do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, unless it's something special. Yeah. Like, I'm, after 10 hours of school, I'm coming home, and I'm flopping. Yeah. So, but yeah, Trist is, I love, I love the layout. But Twitter, I try to get on, and I don't inter- I don't know how to interact with people. I'm dumb. I'm just, and there's people See, from everywhere, and I don't know what's going on. You gotta get a Twitter. I do gotta get a Twitter. Like, when am I gonna, here's my thing, too, is I have a personal, with my Instagram, this is fucking me up. I have my personal Instagram linked up on my phone yeah my laptop is my work instagram i don't never the twain shall meet i don't know well you can put them on you can put them both on your phone but i mean how i don't want to because how i don't ever want to even have the possibility of accidentally posting something to the wrong one that makes sense you know like but i need to and my instagrams all have it's weird people hit me up on instagram with my phone numbers right there though i'm just like just text me yeah because it doesn't because that's why i don't like instagram you can't put i mean you can you can make a picture with text on it but like that's about the only way you can you know, say something when I really just want to say something. People are like, "Hey guys, I'm yeah. I'm here and I'm da 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 da." I love you gotta to get, get, you gotta into, get Twitter. Then. And I also I need to get Snapchat because I want to start getting into more like I've there. Oh my god, I've had so many videos. People are hustling. Videos People and pictures of me are out here. there because I've had a laptop and a phone stolen that were full of dirty videos of me doing things with my face in it. You know, with yeah. personal life people and like so they broke the seal. But as long as like my face isn't in it, like doing pictures, I have one uh, kind of semi regular that would. 
I'd just do little snapshots for him and stuff, and he'd cash at me money and stuff. And I would like to get kind of more into that. Not doing full-on, like, pornos. I've talked to a few different production companies about doing stuff like that. Yeah. And my whole thing was that is I just want it in my contract that clips of me can't be used as advertisement on free sites. Yeah. That's where my dad might run across them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I want them behind the paywall. Like, yeah. And they couldn't guarantee me that, and so I couldn't do it. Yeah. But um, I had somebody come over the other day. Because they're going to put that free preview. super right? into titty fucking, and yeah. he paid me extra to do a video, and it's just from here to here. Yeah. And he had a whole way he knew the setup. He showed me all these. He was super excited about it. Show me all these other videos. Look at that. This one's in Japan. And, and <laughs> so I was down with it, too. I was like, we got the perfect lighting. We went over next to the window, and like, boobs, right? And nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And did a video. But no face. You know, I just can't. And I wish I could do fake. I mean, I wish. Like, What, what about, cam- like, oh, caming and stuff? Like, would you ever do anything? I did. Like I said, I've, d- I've been on a webcam twice in my life, both on other people. They had an account. We just were doing it together. One, one night was really fun. We just sat up drinking and chatting with people in Australia because it, nice. it was middle of the night there. We got, I think I ended up, after we split up, making, like, 40 bucks. But, like, the next time I did it, it was just, like, a weird slog and, like, I don't know. I, I just need another person to cam with me so we can be- interact with one another. You know, yeah, some so. of the funniest stuff that oh no because I've been on a camp three times because the third time was the time the two hilarious things happened one was he was like he wanted me to us to eat butter off each other's pussies and I was like we got some country crack is that okay <laughs> so we did that in private the other one is I don't do I will do some BDSM stuff I'm into BDSM in my personal life I'm a switch submissive leaning switch I only do dominant topping stuff with clients for safety reasons and um, so yeah I'll beat you up up if you want me to I'm, 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 a, I'm a decent rigger I'll tie you you hear that clients you yeah. get beat up tied up hell yeah but what I won't do I will, I'm a, I'm a um, like teacher style encouraging dom I'm nice. gonna give you tasks to complete that may be hard and I'm gonna beat you as you do them but I'm gonna like give you praise and pet your head when you're done and just be like good boy and uh, so but I but I don't do like the humiliation stuff okay. I just I don't and I understand that people that does I only want to do things that lift people up. Okay. That, even though I know from being in the kink scene, some people, that's their thing. It yeah. makes them feel good. But, like, I can't do it. Tell me my jokes are terrible. Yeah. yeah. So, like, um, I, know I, I submitted in a humiliation scene once. It was on my birthday, actually, that we had a kink party. And I'd never done a scene like that before. And I yeah. did it. And the girl made me, I was just, like, really upset. She was getting, like, personal stuff. She's, like, roasting you. Yeah. And I was, like, what the fuck? And she's making me, like, play with myself. And all this is on video. I'm, like, stop. And she goes... Don't you want to come? And I was like, not now. Like, <laughs> you really fuck. Hurt my and so I did the whole thing. And afterwards, she was like, well, why didn't you tap out? And I was like, well, that's the only thing I got out of it was I pushed through it and I was yeah. able to finish it. So that felt good. But anyways, on cam, this guy went to private because you could see their cams too, and it wanted us to just watch him jerk off and make fun of his dick. Yeah. And stuff. So, so we did or whatever. And I'm trying to contribute. Then all of a sudden, my friend's like, oh, your balls ain't all that. And I had to leave the room. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh my <laughs> god, did somebody just say that? Like. I can't do the humiliation stuff. I just it's just not my thing. Yeah. But my king your king is not my king is a saying and like as long as it's safe sending contention sensual, we're we're cool. Yeah. That makes sense. What uh how long do you see yourself uh escorting? That's a very interesting question. I'm getting older. Uh, I know that I can't do this forever. I know there's I don't wanna go into the fetish like in in several years where it's like, oh milfing kind of stuff, like yeah. or or whatever. But I know I'm not gonna be able to do this forever, so I'm planning now. For the future. Yeah. I do have a degree, like, as I said, but I don't like working in that field. Um, I'm working super part-time, doing some office work stuff, but I'm in beauty school, cosmetology okay. school, and um, I'll be, I mean, I've been in it for a few months. I'll be done in about a year. And I just, I can't go back to being a wage slave. Just, I want to have some independence 
and creativity. You know, I don't right now, but like soon as I got let go from that job, my hair was every color of the rainbow. I was oh, like, sure. fuck you, I want to do what I want. <laughs> and uh, I'm just letting it take a break from bleach right now. But, you know, I've got tattoos that are visible. Um, I just want to be in an industry like where I can, you know, kind of be, be myself a little bit yeah. more. Not have to, because like I said, I was really stagnant at that nonprofit I worked at, like about dress code and stuff. And um, so I'm going to transition into that. But I'm going to keep working as much as I can. I said I'm building that fucking nest egg as much as I can because I've got a late start on building like the equivalent of a 401k. Yeah. From all these years of working, I wasn't saving. And okay. I should have been. And so now I'm just like, like I said, pumping every penny into that savings. And I think I'm going to do a little bit of investing. I was looking at Acorns. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I fucked with it before. classmate was telling me about it. And I was like, but then I was reading the reviews and it was like, well, you really, if you're going to invest this and this and do this. And I yeah. was like, okay. Maybe like puts money in like an IRA or something. I know this is we're getting boring now, but like I don't want to. No, I, mean, I don't want to have to work when I'm seventy to live. Yeah, because I've not been. You know. Oh shit! Yeah. Certain things are. Of course, I pay my taxes. Of course. You be paying taxes out here. But hey. like you know, my income on my tax return is very low, and that determines what you get for Social Security. Yeah. Because they were talking about that with being a hairdresser, oh, being makes- a hairdresser about reporting your tips. Like the things things that are bad about that is like. You know, number one, it makes like when you look at the median salary for like people in that industry, like on the data all shows it's very low. Yeah. Because it's tip tips are not being reported. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. and so and it messes up like when you they determine what what your normal salary is to give you social security if your normal salary is like next to nothing. Oh minus shit. For years, you know, so that kind of freaks me out. So I'm just really focused on um, when I get older, like being secure. I just want to have a little house. Yeah. Maybe a man, maybe a woman. I don't know. Ideally, both. I would love yeah. to be in a little triad with me and a guy and a girl. Nice. And um, living together in a little house with some yard. I'm not looking for extravagant things. And just being able to enjoy, you know, because I don't have kids. So I don't know who's going to take care of me when I get old. <laughs> but where I got to take care of myself. Do you see yourself in Atlanta? Or would you go to Athens? I or? I'm thinking about moving to Nashville, which is where my sisters live. Nice. Um, they both live up there. Close to Kentucky, they met Kentucky. After I came to Georgia, I met a Georgia boy and dated him forever. My parents didn't like him. Both of my sisters, even though they had a Hope scholarship to go to a Georgia school, yeah. they paid out of state tuition for them to go up to Kentucky. And go really? And the hopes they wouldn't meet like a. And they did. They met Kentucky boys and they live in Nashville. Yeah. My folks live out, you know, in NC, and so and they'll but they'll probably move back in that area. So I've talked I've talked about when I get out of B school, going ahead and taking my licensure test for Tennessee. Okay. But I don't know. I don't. Yeah, when you get older, everybody knows this. You don't make friends as easily. You're not in a thrown together oh, in a situation sure. like school where you see people on a daily basis to form a friendship that you have to be there. It's crazy. It's, like with comedy, like I'm, I meet people all the yeah. time. So it's like I, if I didn't do stand up, and I, I, how the fuck do you meet people? Like yeah, it's for real. You had to join a club or do whatever. I've met a few people through dance classes and stuff like that, but it's hard. And yeah. I've actually made some solid, not some solid roots here. Some friends, yeah. like. You know, I just ran away. I was leaving. One lives across the street from my belly dance studio, and I was leaving this morning, and I saw her walking her dog, and I was like, Burr! and we sat there and talked. And so I don't know that I could do that. And also, I've not lived in the same city as my family in, since I was like 18 years old. Like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of doing that now. I'm, I'm close. I'm, I'm like probably within 30 minutes of my parents. That's a, I used to when I used to live two hours from my parents. That was truly perfect. Yeah. No pop-ins ever, but you could run down there like every weekend yeah. if you wanted to. But like now, it's like four and a half hours to see him. I don't see him that much. It's about four hours to go to my sisters but like I don't know if I want to leave that I'd love to maybe move to Chattanooga it's, it's, it's kind of rough there's Manu- some rough parts of the town but I have friends that live there there's a circus that I perform with that's from there the train circus have and, you been to the um, aquarium 
No, I have it, but I want to. A friend, my ex, I was like in his sister's wedding and stuff, and the, her his sister's in laws works at the aquarium. We can give you like the backstage tour where you okay. can feed the fish and stuff. I haven't been to the Georgia Aquarium either. I've been to the Monterey Aquarium in California. And it was that, rad. That's good. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Nice. It's like known. It's a known place. That's, but Chattanooga is just so beautiful, and it'd be like I could run to Atlanta if I wanted to. I could run to N- Nashville if I wanted to. I know my friend I was talking about with the watch circumcision. He and his girl live there. Okay. Um, and my circus buddies live there. I know some people there, and I think the property rates like would be a little like lower there. Okay. You know, so and then your mountains and leaves and so I'm I mean, thinking they got that, that river there too. It's, I uh, wish I could just pick up my little friends from here and just we all move together to Chattanooga. That'd be nice. And just out maybe out in the woods or something like because I want to live in a I want to live in a town like Athens, in a college town. So you have yeah. that. I'm liberal. Sorry, I'm blue. I have I do have a couple of confirmed Republican clients, and we have healthy debates. But um, just the uh, being like out. The woods with a little bit of nature and a little bit of land around me, but yeah. still having access to things like music and the culture and, yeah. you know, and left leaning people, that's harder to come by. And that's yeah. why Athens is such a gem, you know? I mean, yeah, Athens is like super, super liberal. Like, my, yeah, one of my oh, yeah. good buddies, shout out to John Riccatelli. He's going to write, I think he's, gonna, my buddy's going to do the theme song for the oh, cool. podcast. He, uh, he lived in Athens for a long time. Yeah, it's just, but I can't go back there. Just my life kind of was hitting a rough patch. And I was just like, I need, a, I need to, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it, it wasn't Athens' fault. It was just whatever. My mom likes to say I've squeezed all the juice out of that place. Yeah. And so, but Atlanta, unless I go, and I don't want to be just in a suburb. Like I'm in a suburb right now. In yeah. Atlanta, and it's still a little wonky. It's not. I drive. I don't even know all these things in the area. Like going down there in stores and stuff. I'm like oh, what? There's a, there's a Whole Foods here, but I don't go to Whole Foods yeah. really. Um, where's my Kroger? I'm going there. Fuck with Kroger. Hey, shout out to all the people shout that you Kroger. Kroger on the podcast. Yay. Grew up on Kroger. And Fuck the, with Kroger. And the Wally World. Oh, I found a 24-hour Walmart. I love it. Because I, I stay up late on weekends. Okay. I'm in between clients. I'm like, well, I'm bored. I'm tired. And I found out all this fucking when I moved to Atlanta, all the Walmarts aren't 24 hours. I'm like, what the really? fuck? This is numb. Like, you get everything closes down. And I found one. It's, it's 20 minutes from here at night. And I've gone, my roommate's a night out too sometimes, so we'll go together and nice. like hit up the Marietta 24-hour Walmart and just be like, yeah, that's buy that, stuff at four in the morning. It's kind of do that. It's kind of fun walking around. I love it. That's my favorite time to shop because there's nobody in the store. Either. I rode a bike uh, recently at a Walmart. Oh, was, yeah? It was fun. Yeah. Walmart. <laughs> Fuck Walmart for reasons we're not going to go into right now, but like... I try not to go. I try not to go. I unless unless I have like if there's some kind of appliance or something I need, I'll go. Yeah. But most of the time I'm going to the grocery store for Well yeah, for food I go to the to the K Roger. But like um although there's a Publix like right I'm infested with Publix. They're so expensive, but there's one right yeah. there. So when I just need something really quick, I'll run up there and I fall in love with it. They have these big Greek salads that Ooh. with the oh my god, they have every chickpeas, pepperoncinis, everything on there and they're I take them for lunch. I want one now, actually I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. But anyways, we've got off track. Yeah. Do you, um, advice for uh, anybody, like say somebody wants to see an escort for the first time. Do you have any advice for that fine. person? Yes, I do. Number one, nervousness is totally fine. It's okay. We understand. But do your research. You know, read their ad. If they've got a website or a link, go to it. Read their stuff. There might be valuable information. There, it might be a crazy rambling website. Like I've seen some of these girls' websites that just, I don't even know. But... Read as much as you can. Get the info that you need ahead of time. For me, at least, if you're contacting me, some people are no text at all. Text me. Because whatever I'm doing, I might be sitting in my office. I might be in the middle of cooking something. I can always text you back, except on Monday through Wednesday. I'm in school. Monday through Wednesday. But I can text you back, and we can just get a rapport. 
whenever someone texts me, I, I always respond with, how can I help you today? Or something yeah. like that. It's an action verb. To, to get past that, hey, well, how are you? Well, how are you? Yeah, and we're trying to get some, we're, we're trying gonna, to we're fucking gonna, get this thing going. We can chit chat a little bit, we, and if you, and get to know your personality, but go ahead and tell me, I'm, th- I'm thinking about wanting to get together. I'm going to be in town next week around this time. Are you available? You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. I try to put on my ads, and I'm going to adjust a couple of ads that don't have this on there, my, my availability, because it's pretty solid. And uh, if you've got questions, you can ask them. We can talk about money. I don't haggle. Don't haggle with ladies. Yeah. Pay their rate. If you can't pay their rate, if if you if they don't have a rate listed and you call and it's out of your price range, then just thank them and, and let it go. Yeah. There's somebody for everyone out there. Um, d- don't please don't talk about anything explicit. I understand that you may have questions about a specific act. Unfortunately, you're gonna have to just drive there. I've had that happen before in the past. Somebody, this is an Athens where I wanted a super far drive, but they've come. Think something wouldn't click or whatever they usually give me 20 bucks as a thank you and yeah. then they would go and that's perfectly fine you're not going to hurt my feelings if you get here and and whatever it's not for you but that's the, that's the thing you take because my freedom I value it too much to be talking about stuff on the phone so do not I repeat do not that, how much how much for this thing oh and how much if for you that? ask how much for this you're about you about canceled right there yeah because uh, I usually I'm pretty sassy to people I'm like well as you know uh Charging money for a sexual service is highly illegal. So, um, you, <laughs> you <know>. motherfucker. <laughs> but I do this and this. And people get all rowdy. Well, send me a naked picture so I know you're not a cop. Man, fuck What the fuck? You. I don't have, like I said, even in my, <laughs> so even in my most dire time, yes, I've seen clients against my better judgment sometimes when yeah. it's just been whatever. Life happening. But uh, I'm pick. I'm, when I say I'm picky, like, you can, a uh, little thing you can say would just make me like, nah. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's not what you said or how, it's, it's a vibe that I get off you that if we're going to click or not. And believe me, if you don't see me, it's definitely not the end of the world for me. People think that I'm just like, oh, boom. Well, I, I, you're not going to do this. You're going to do this. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. And that's okay. Nobody has to get salty about it. Find someone compatible with you. For real. I can. I have a wide range of kind of people and things I'm compatible with. And it's pretty fucking wide. Yeah. But there's some people that fall out of that range and there's somebody out there for them. So find somebody that you, that you vibe with. Trust your gut. Think logically about the logistics of where you're going. What kind of places that find out. Is it a hotel, motel? Is it an apartment? Is it a house? If they're coming to you, are they driving themselves? Do they have a driver? Some girls have drivers. That's okay. They're not, it's just for their safety and they stay in the car. I don't, but um, be mindful of, uh, Money, just have it ready for them. When right when they walk in, just put it down next to them and just kind of indicate it because they know. But like, you know, and then let her go to the bathroom and wash her hands so she can count up, and then y'all can get going on having a fun date. It's a date. It's an experience. If you have questions, ask them as long as they're not explicit. If they are, I'll direct you another way. I'm not going to just immediately cancel yeah. you. Um, but yeah, do your research and just see. Look at the pictures. Look at the effort that they put into their ad and their pictures. That's the effort they're going to put into you. In my that's, humble opinion. Damn, that's good. Yeah. You know, if you're just going to... I mean, I've seen some people that maybe... It looks like they just on a whim, but like, hey, I'm thinking I'm going to do this tonight. Let me t- snap a picture of my dirty underwear and throw it on there and be like, nasty girl, and just put my number, and that's it. I'm sure those people get calls. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. But like, the effort they put into their ad is the effort they put into you. And I, I not to be about whatever, but I put a lot of effort into my shit. Yeah. And new pictures are coming, guys. I've literally been on a whole odyssey with two cameras that I bought. I have a DSLR camera, whatever camera. 
the it's got a manual focus lens. I don't try when I get my pictures taken, I do everything. I do the props, yeah. I do the background, I do the lighting, I do the costumes. If I could click the picture myself, I would. Oh, but sure. I usually hand off in the past it's always been a guy that I'm like a personal guy that I've just been fucking and they just have a good eye. Yeah. And I let them take the pictures, but the camera I have now is like after all the thought they have two cameras, it's a manual focus lens and I just don't trust somebody to so yeah. I'm looking into getting them done professionally, which I've never done before, because I like my DIY aesthetic, you know. Yeah. But I work, but I do work hard at it. I always have like backgrounds, and like I said, I learned a lot about lighting for photos, reading stuff on on the internet. Lighting, sorry. Yeah, um, the best lighting in this place is out on the patio. Actually, I put up a little curtain so that the bitch next door can't see me, and then. <laughs> so new pictures are coming. I've got and my face pictures I, uh, that I send are real new. They're great. I was trying out the new camera, and so. Uh, but my pictures still the ones I have now they're very representative and they're, yeah. but that was a great photo shoot I did most of them on I want to do some more outdoor nudes I gotta find a place to do that Chattahoochee River there's, there's shit over there I know I just need a, I need a place where I can actually go and like pose and yeah. like get some good lighting it, it would be great to, I wish I could just do it like in a park or something Just I love to yeah. just do a quick, the quick thing but yeah and the water would be nice yeah I said, I can't do it at the pool. There's too many kids in my pool. What uh, uh, advice? Do you have any advice for anybody new. trying to? Yeah, new oh, people. So much. I met through just circumstances this girl that was just starting out, and the advice it's all really it'd be long and specific. The, like, no, I want to know your worth because your money and what you charge is not your worth. Know your fucking market segment. Do you want to just devote time to a lot of little, a lot of quickies? But you're gonna you can stack up that money. Then do that. Charge a lower price and know that you're going to have to work a lot more, but maybe quicker. Maybe not as much emotional investment. That's what you want. Yeah. But stick with it. You know, or you can, you can't usually just start off from the get go just going super high. Like, I charge $1,000. You got to have, build up a, a rapport. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I said, I've slowly raised my rates over the time. Know your audience and stick with it. Don't let fucking people haggle you down. That is insulting to you. You're not a fucking used car. You're a human being that's offering an amazing service, and you've put a lot of t- put a lot of time and thought into your rates, and stick with them. Period. Yeah. If you want to do specials occasionally, Sunday night specials for ten dollars off, that's fine. But advertise it beforehand. You know, like yeah. I do my birthday special. Um, don't let people waste your time and walk all over you. If somebody's asking you specific, explicit questions, do not just cut them off. Don't and yeah. this is my other advice. When people really do piss you off, even people that have ripped me off, I don't send them a text. I'm like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" I'm just like, "I pity you. I'm sorry that you have, that you felt that you need to do that." Yeah, and I'm. It's above me now. Like I can't. Um, just don't let people get the best of you. And and when they're wasting your time and they're being weird jerks, just cut them off. And just I don't block people because I like to know who's texting me. But like, yeah, I just leave it alone and don't get inflamed. And don't give your oh biggest thing self care. You've got to take... I've got to practice what I preach. Uh, take time for yourself when you don't... When I used to do the 24-7 work, where yeah. I had the phone on whenever it would wake me up, it's, it's ragged. You run yourself ragged mentally. Take days, weeks, if you need to, every once in a while, for yourself to not fucking work. Put an auto-reply. I, I will highly... Re- uh, second side. Boop. Phone number. Don't use your real phone number. I used yeah. to have two physical phones. Now I use this amazing app called Sideline. Sideline? It does cost a little bit, but not very much. I don't remember because I'm in a special deal where I got grandfathered into it and cost it silently $3 <laughs> a month. But it's an app on your phone that gives you a whole separate real ported phone number that if in later in life, if you wanted to port that to an actual phone, you could. And you get a text. Te- you can text, call, and you have your own voicemail from there. Okay. And they said, so use Sideline. 
Because Google Voice, then it's weird because when somebody calls you, they know it's Google Voice because it's like, say your name. Like, yeah. This is just somebody, like, most people don't realize that this is not the phone number attached to my phone. It's the phone number attached to this app. But I use it through my phone. It's great. It's got auto replies. When I go out of town to see my family, I'll put on an auto reply saying such and the dates I'll be back. Yeah. When I'm in school Monday through Wednesday and people are trying to get me, I'm like, I'm in school with limited phone. So turn your auto reply on occasionally. Take a day, even if it's just a lay around in bed, but like, to not work, to not be at somebody's beck and call, take care of yourself, Get, use your money, save it. I know you're, you know, whatever you're doing, take, make a percentage. I'm going to take $10 every everything. If it, even if it's just that, put it fucking aside and, um, and let your money, let your hard work pay off in the future. Yeah. You know, that's the things If I could go back and tell myself those things. I really would be just take personal time. You need personal time for yourself to not be working, to be just whatever makes you happy, shopping, whatever. And um, remember to, you know, eat. You know, you got to stop to eat sometimes. Remember to, you know, do those things. And, um, yeah, just breathe, you know, and know that what you're doing is important and good and that you're making people happy with your work. Fuck yeah. That's good. (laughs) That's good. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Lily, I appreciate you. Oh, my gosh. I appreciate you too. If we're coming to the end, I got to pee so bad. <laughs> thank I'm you, thank it you in for being on the podcast. Uh, holding it in. Okay. If you uh, enjoy the podcast, fucking like, like the podcast, subscribe, yeah. rate, review. Oh yeah, and find me. Um, like yeah, said, plug I'm, yourself. Where, yeah, where, can they, where can the people I'm find Lily you? I'm Lily Valentine. I think I told you throughout the podcast. You can find me on Trist T R Y S T. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Skip the Games occasionally. Uh, Girl Directory. My my Instagram is Lady Lily Valentine. That's L I L Y, not two L. So Lady Lily Valentine is my Instagram. I post on there occasionally, and I'm LilyValentine.weebly w e e b l y dot com. That's my website, and it's got links to my Twitter and my Instagram. So yeah, hit me up um, 404-364 Lily oh, Valentine with the plug. Yeah. Hell yeah, Lily. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on the podcast, girl. and uh, we'll see you next time. Heck yeah, thanks. That was my interview with uh, Lily Valentine. I hope you enjoyed it. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out to Lily. Lily, I really do appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, if you haven't yet, give her a follow on social media, baby. What are you doing? Uh, Instagram at Lady Lily Valentine. Lady Lily Valentine. And uh, I know she just plugged her stuff. I'll plug it again. Uh, LilyValentine.weebly.com is her website. Uh, so make sure you give her a follow, check out her stuff. Um, but yeah, shout out, shout out to Lily. That was dope. Um, I'll keep this, uh, outro short and sweet, baby. I know y'all got stuff to do. It's Thanksgiving. You're actually, your family's there. Keep listening. I'm, this is, this is 10 more minutes. I'm just going to talk. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> well, no, that's, uh, that's been episode nine. Uh, I got another interview coming at you next week. Uh, I'm going to keep it a surprise. I'm not even going to tell you, you know why? Cause I don't even know. <laughs> Well, no, uh, we got a, another episode coming at you next Tuesday. Uh, I hope everybody out there has an awesome Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, before I go, um, I know uh, Lily mentioned in the uh, in the episode she had business cards with a phone number on the back. Um, that phone number is eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. That is the uh, National Human Trafficking Hotline. Because uh, we're not we're not for human trafficking on the Full Service Podcast. Um, but yeah, if you suspect someone's being trafficked, that's the number to call. Um, 
but yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, thanks for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, upcoming shows. If you like stand up comedy, um, right now the only thing I have in December is on the seventeenth, Sweet Laughter Comedy Show, Baker Dude in Atlanta. That's at eight o'clock. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all for me. We're uh, we're signing off. Episode nine. Full service podcast, fucking happy Thanksgiving, go Falcons, we're terrible. (laughs) Yeah, I'll see y'all, see y'all next Tuesday, thanks.